6: Gentlemen, welcome to the 527th episode of the Geek First Podcast. I am the Ageless Wonder. A shout out for the 24-hour stream and the unprofessional because I actually had the stream unlisted, so for a second we weren't even live at all. But uh, uh I'm Travis Snell. I'm joined by
7: uh, I am Adam Hart Castor Delmas.
2: <clears throat> I'm the Warzone Taylor Field. The oh boy, <laughs> is that, that your Batman cult? voice? What's That's going on? That's gin- <laughs> my little ginger ale in the throat there.
6: D- wow. Did you mean to do that?
2: no but i had to commit so
6: okay <laughs> wow. fair enough i guess i respect it i don't know so uh taylor i'm gonna start with you because i'm still putting the links out and everything like that where get it out of the way where can they find us
2: please don't make find us through your internet connection in the search bar geekverse.ca is our own base geekverse cast our twitter geekverse is our facebook
7: dylan what's going on side quest this week
2: oh man side quest <laughs> is
7: bumping god of war Ragnarok review is up now it's there's some, we talk about game words a little bit but it's pretty much two hours of god of war goodness so uh go check that it was a lot of fun and then uh call of duty taylor i don't know When uh, you guys keep telling me i've been talking dates. with every kirkland. time i ask you guys i, I was like, i was gonna ask this too week. and kirk yeah. like yeah we'll
2: do the review this week maybe play a little war zone and i'm like okay yeah well we've been talking about it so but why
6: do you have to play Warzone
7: in
2: honor that was kirkland play? that said that i was Here's, ready to go
7: Here's my thing. So me and Travis potentially talking about Warzone on Psychos next week. You got to beat mm. us, okay? That's your goal. I don't care when it's out. But That's do your true. Review before I agree, before we that should, is my you should not have
6: the review should be out before me and Dylan talk about Warzone if I'm on SideQuest next week.
2: That's fair. I'll relate to Kirkland because, like I said, like oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do it. He's like, yeah, we can t- play a little Warzone. Uh, then we can do it. I'm like, oh, okay, but I'll uh, egg him on again because we've been talking about it in the in the DMs a lot he of cod. Bro-
6: I, I don't know if it's multiple days. If you hear it's just us three, and this is like the episode, it's the Geek First Podcast official episode, which will tell you the differences in the second now. But usually we try and get as many people. He does have an exam tomorrow, so I will mm-hmm. give him that, that maybe he's just right. once that exam's over and done with, maybe he'll be able to think and stuff like that. Because I get that. Your mind's focused on one thing. But, yeah, once that exam's done, I'm going to be, like, hammering. I, I I have so much to talk about this Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. PST after 9 uh, so mm-hmm. we're enjoying, but I can't wait to grill Kirkland because I found out for some reason him and Shay share a messenger account on Facebook. Because he's like, I don't think yeah. he was
2: serious about that. I'm pretty sure he was trolling. What do you mean? So someone,
6: <laughs> someone, t- uh, Jessica told us something, something like uh, just like planning and stuff like that. And then I'll find the way he phrased it. But Taylor was like, "Did you know about this to Kirkland?" And or you know, he asked, "Did Shay know about this?" And Kirkland's like, "Well, Shay knew about like point zero zero five seconds after." I found out because we share the same messenger account, and I thought that was fucking weird. So I have so many questions asked. That was the exact. Quote. Is that
7: a thing? Can, how does that work? Even?
6: I don't know how that works with Facebook. Like, uh, he's yeah. not one of those guys that it's like it's the Kirkland and Shade page. That's like the weirdest of the weird when oh, the couple like, shares. But, but <laughs> them sharing the messenger. So if he's listening, to this I'm gonna grill him so much. And there was another thing too. He's, I just I, want maybe, to know
7: the logistics. I don't even know how that's no. possible. Like I've been haven't been on Facebook for a bit, but I didn't know that was a thing. So. I
6: yeah, I don't understand it at all. But yeah, head down the links below. You can find everything we do, everything you need to know, the Discord, the video, the audio. Uh the Patreon, most importantly, head over and support us there. You get ad-free exclusive early episodes. Patrons and the producers tier this week. You'll be voting on the Christmas poll for a retrospective, so that'll be fun. Uh tomorrow we will be recording. Uh the patrons will get it early, but we'll be recording our video game movie of the month, uh, Prince of Persia. Have you guys mm-hmm. dived in that one yet? I'm about sure I got have. 35 minutes left. I'm I'm watching it in parts. Time. Yeah, so we'll see if it's going to be a good time on that review, so check us out. But yeah, that's why you can go over and literally pick the podcast, pick the content we're doing, get ad-free episodes, exclusive episodes early, call in After 9. There's just a bevy of tiers you can do over there. Thank you to our Patreon producers, April Braden, uh, April, or sorry, Aaron Braden, April Darkness. I I coupled your name, uh, Joshua Wright, and Smalley Biggs for being on that producer tier. Like I said, you'll pick the Christmas movie soon, and then, yeah, lots of good jazz. So, yeah, what I said before is where, and we're going to open up with a different segment. We're going to open up with, I've stolen the name from a show I used to do in the past, just throw it in here called Thought Bubbles because what we're doing is, we talked about this in the town hall where every week you're getting your two newscasts but one newscast is always going to be usually it's going to be anybody available. If All five Geek First members could be four, three as you can see and we're going to talk about news of course but it's going to be a bit more laid back and stuff we're going to take a lot more just general questions that Maddie has to ask again and stuff like that. So if you ever see because people said like, oh we love like the news but we like when you guys have a bit more laid back. That's what this is gonna be. See, so anytime you see a show called Geek First Podcast, G V, whatever the number is, we're talking news, but that's gonna be a bit more laid back, hanging out, talking. Thursday is the first episode of the weekly geek. I made that name up like on the fucking spot. It's Dylan and Kirkland. That is gonna be the structured Dylan and Kirkland banging out news topics. Time not time limits, they can go as much as they long, but you know what I mean. It's the structured show. So we're doing that a little bit. So I wanna ask, because I feel like we used to do this and stuff, and you'll still get your cutouts, don't worry. Do just Dill Mus. How's it going in life? Because I feel like we used to talk about that, but like, you know, to try and be a bit more laid back. And then after we talk, we're gonna get into uh what we thought about some of these questions we got from our great patrons. So what's going on, Dylan? Other mm-hmm. than side questions, which you talked about.
7: Yeah, I I, uh, I I feel like the last month or month and a half ish of my life has been a bit uh up in the air as like mm. I've moved and still getting sorted there and then I was in Kelowna for a bit uh and and all of this kind of stuff but i i feel like now i can just like sit down and like be settled and actually start like decorating this mm-hmm. house that we've lived in for a bit now and i still have, like nothing on the walls i have my crt behind me now but i still need to do some decoration that kind of thing how many um, years so
6: does that crt have left in it you think you know
7: uh forever i don't know i don't forever? know if i've ever seen a crt die like they'll get That's weird fair. warping on the edges they might uh lo- lose some of the settings on the dial but I don't know. I, that's that's why I love them, is they are they are just these eternal boxes. Do
6: you have a contingency uh, for if it does break? Because you play Smash on that, right? That's your Smash uh, machine?
7: I, technically, I, when Briggs was here, I did, but I have not. before that, I had not used this thing in a long time, because mm. I've not usually seen people in person anymore to play that often. I usually just play on my computer now, online. So, True. yeah, it's a bit different, but, you know, you got to have a CRT around. A house is not a home until you have a CRT in it, is what I always say. Uh, but but yeah, otherwise I, I'm doing good. Just playing a lot of games, you know. As we wind down and getting ready for game of the year and stuff like that, I'm just like trying to hammer out as much things mm. as I can and, and get as many things on my my list. You you and S Bubs are doing the race on Letterbox. I'm doing my <laughs> my backlog race to get as many games as I can. Yeah. the Year so uh, I, I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good overall. I'd say right now.
6: Yeah, well, I'm going to go first because I'm transition to Taylor because I had someone to ask him about Live on Air and stuff like that. Don't worry, Taylor. Mm-hmm. First of all, SBub says, this, I'm very excited. Just finished watching a low budget slasher film called Bitch Ass. It was Whoa. a surprisingly fun. The killer makes his victims play life-side versions of classic board games. I'm 100% watching that. That, that sounds fantastic. So look it's out on for my that list. on my letterbox. Yeah, Golden Geeks, look out. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I'm much like Dylan where I feel like it's life is finally feeling like it's settling Back to normalcy a bit because you had the stream, but then after that it was just a weekend, and I think this weekend helped because I did, like, the bare minimum of what I had to do with podcast work, other stuff, and I actually wrote a little bit, which was great because I remember oh, nice. we were to behind the scenes. We were talking about that the Halloween party where there's certain things you're working on and I'm working on. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I just have no time to work on said thing right now because it's just like – it's just too busy there's just certain times with this life and then like work like the work jobs it's like it just gets too much going at the same time but uh so i'm excited about that this weekend the girls are away so i got the whole place alone so i'm gonna be working out a bunch i literally got a whole day dedicated to. i'm just gonna write and i haven't done that in so long and stuff like nice. that and that's kind of my plan in 2023 is i'm gonna start taking off random days just to sit down and write because i try to write as much as i can like a lot of times i do like an hour during lunch but it's still not the same like it's nice to have like a solid session because I feel like right when you're getting into it, it's like, okay, time's up and everything. So, um, oh, Maddie, he said he would join. He said he didn't have to work till late tomorrow, so he said he would join. We got some qu- – Maddie, don't go anywhere because we you got a question. We need to ask this to you and maybe bring it to your attention here. But then, so tonight, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, it was hectic everything, so me and Emily just got – I'm not sure if, Dylan, you've tried it because I'm not sure if they were in Kelowna when they came in, but DeWitt, have you tried this place? Oh, yeah. East- Oh my God! Is that good? That is mm-hmm. some good. That's a downtown place, right? Yeah, but I did DoorDash, so I got uh, it over here. Hour wait, but still, man, it was good. Got some butter chicken, got some uh, paneer and stuff like that. So that was good. Nice. Where was I going with that? I had oh man, Rating? oh right, no. Anyways, no. So I got samosas. And this is what I don't know what happened because at the stream, the 24-hour stream, I also did get EC Indian food. And I got samosas for the next morning, day, whatever. But I forgot Taylor does not own a microwave. So I was like, oh, man, that sucks. I'm going to save it. So I put it in the fridge. I forgot them when I packed up. And I messaged Taylor the next day like, oh, I got everything but my samosas. I'm going to have to get those. When I ordered my food today, I realized I never got my samosas. And Taylor says that he does not have said samosas. Whoa! No, I took
2: a photo of the fridge, shared it with uh, with Travis, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't see any." Did you samosas like dig back
6: here. there? Like,
7: I'm sure they'd be you bad. Have a now. lot of stuff in your fridge, I will
2: say. Yeah. Like, I could when that's I got like, there, collectively... I was to put my things
7: in there, and there was not really much room.
2: <laughs> that was a collective thing of like everyone throwing food in there, but uh, that's fair. Yeah. Um. No, like I looked in behind things, like I couldn't see <laughs> It'd anything. It'd be I'm in a brown bag, bag, but so now I just have samosas that I paid
6: for. This win the ether, so I don't know if they got thrown out. I'm not sure. if... Kirkland the bastard took them or something. Now is this right. an
7: expensive restaurant? Like, are these pricey samosas or is this? That like, can be yeah, pretty way. expensive.
6: I think everyone am from but let me let me take a look at the samosas. I feel like I'm at least set back a solid eight dollars. You know,
7: that's that's not uh, that's not a small sum for samosas. Mm-hmm. No. So what happened to them, Taylor?
6: I don't know. Did I Madison don't eat them. You no, I don't think she did. Uh, I
2: first think a cat and a samosa <laughs> is a good combo. But. Personally, I don't go running for samosas when I go for, um, like, uh, butter chicken is good. But when I go to get East Indian food, I'm usually going for, like, lamb curry. That's my guilty pleasure. It's mm. so good. Uh, but samosas, not really. I mean, if it's, like, someone else has bought them and is serving on a plate, like, okay, I might have, like, I might have one. Serving but, uh, when yeah.
6: does that happen? When has anyone just served it on a plate?
2: Uh, you can get frozen samosas that you put in the oven and put them out for a party favor or something like that. So
7: Party favor, yeah. specifically. <laughs> ate the Maddie,
2: I did not eat the samosas.
7: Or get out of here!
6: Did. He's
2: covering for her. He's done enough I'm,
7: in our friendship. There's just cru- samosa crumbs she on She could your have <laughs> eaten them.
2: She does like samosas. Maddie, what are you doing? You're betraying me here. You and your your reviews. What was that it, movie you rated so low? I've seen your letterbox.
7: I mean, I will say, in Madison's <laughs> defense, I think she is totally welcome to those. Sm- if they've been sitting in your fridge for yeah. days and like no one's mentioned anything, like I'd go for it. Like, sure, it's a nice little snack. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, you know what? They're four bucks. That's not too bad. Okay. These ones that I
6: got today were around like seven bucks, so I'm hoping they're good. Yeah. But what about you, Taylor? Before we get into some topics here, what are, what's new with you?
2: Hmm. What is new with me? Um. Gosh, yeah, I've just been doing <laughs> Call of Duty, uh, and then not a review, just playing, <laughs> yeah, just playing, yeah. Yeah, indulging. Um, <laughs> I finally finished Book of Boba Fett with my dad; that was a good time. Uh, and what else? Like you've so... seen it before, but you watched
7: it again—is what you mean?
2: Yeah, he, we got up to episode. Uh, I can't. Even, I think there's seven episodes. We got up to the episode ripe right when seven. they're like they have to go recruit the muscle, and then right before it gets to Mando. So when he he was over visiting. He's like, oh, you know, we didn't finish that book of Boba Fett, did we? I was like, no, we didn't. Let's get into it. So I, get, I wait him, not made him. I let him watch some <laughs> Tales of the Jedi episodes, and so when we got to the episodes where it's like Young Count Dooku, and he's like, oh, this is this is during Episode One. Oh, right on. He's getting all into it, which is super <laughs> awesome. And yeah, we finished book of Boba Fett, and then we and he's started. Like, they on just Andor. <laughs> They just broke canon. They broke canon. Yeah, we started on Andor, and he really likes likes that. So we just just been catching him up and all this stuff. He watched Top Gun without me, which. Mm. It was very unfortunate because I told him, like, Dad, I got the steel book of Top Gun Maverick. We can watch it, uh, you know, on the TV and everything. And he's like, oh, I already saw it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Damn it. Okay. I watched this that happened? This, week, this weekend too, actually. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, really? Did you, had mm-hmm. you seen the first one before? No, I have oh, not. Oh, <laughs> okay.
7: How was that experience? Uh, I feel like they good. give you enough. Stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I think yeah. in terms of the backstory stuff, like they, they say, yeah, it's pretty pretty straightforward yeah. things in there I, I i enjoy it i think it's pretty decent i i feel like it definitely is something you want to see in the theater like i think that would absolutely mm-hmm. elevate the experience you don't you won't see me fighting for it at golden geeks but i also won't uh i won't be you know throwing at the dumps or anything I, I i think i'm mostly neutral on it but it has some some good moments for sure
6: yeah that one i'm really interested to see where it ran. i forgot to do well just in general but maybe next year Kirkland one time pitched, one time us doing a cast like the beginning of the year, predicting what we think could be golden geeks and stuff like that and I would have never
7: predicted Ooh, that, that sounds like there's some collusion involved
6: in <laughs> yeah game. but like my, my <laughs> whole thing is like I I don't know I haven't looked at Taylor and Kirkland's letterbox but I don't know how highly they have that film ranked so I'm I'm much in that camp where I'm not opposed to being in the top five I don't know if it's for sure in my top five but other things get bumped out because have you seen barbarian yet Dylan
7: no, but I I am. I keep yeah. asking Muds. She very particular when it comes to like horror thriller stuff. Like she really needs to be in a mood mm-hmm. to watch that stuff. So it just we just have not had that mood pop up yet. But I know Taylor maybe has a, is number one on on Letterbox once again. So I, I it's definitely one I'm going to be watching before Golden Geeks time. I also uh, watched Pearl over the weekend. Oh yeah, uh, real good. Which I mean, Mia Goth. I mean, she's oh yeah, just insane.
6: I'll be fine for that in a couple of categories. That was mm-hmm. great because right. I, I I liked X enough, but I loved Pearl. I I connected a lot more with Pearl. I liked the story there. And yeah, everything,
7: so. I mean, I I really like both of them. It's a fun little duology in the same year to have mm-hmm. two things like that releases is, is pretty unusual. So yeah. I, I quite enjoyed that. And then we get the third one next year, Maxine. Right? Out. Yeah. Right. So. But yeah,
6: so what we're going to do now is we're going to just take some questions that we had been sent to earlier from our patrons before we get into our main topic here. So I want to start with Maddie. Because, man, I totally stick around and whatnot. So I, what I do usually is I put – always if you're on Patreon, I put the questions out, the topics, and then it's like, okay, here, you know, send away whatever you want to. Now with the Geek First podcast, like, this this little change that we're doing. It's like, okay, questions about anything, you know, because we've also said, like, we want to be like, hey, for Black Panther, we know we reviewed the night of. So if you have any thoughts, questions, send them in. We didn't get any, but in the future, if there's shows, movies, you could send in your thoughts or reviews, and we'll talk about them, some points, everything. But Maddie wanted to know who the best ping pong player is in- and <laughs> Now it's just because so much happens, but right away these three gentlemen—well, I guess these two and then Kirkland were also just like, "Hey, he's definitely asked this before." So <laughs> I, I don't know what I've said before. So Maddie, there you go. There's your last call to you can't answer this, ask this question ever again because apparently you we've been caught. You you know, and why maybe, why maybe he why knows does he that. want to know about ping pong specifically? Maybe he knows you know?
7: that and he's asking it because maybe we've played in the in the months and someone has improved and out. Uh, Ranked Mm. someone else That would be unlikely But no I'm pretty sure Kirkland's right I think That was like This year's Anniversary cast I think it came up there I don't know If it's come up Before that But I was definitely getting some deja vu when I, when I saw that
6: one. I think what we're going to have to do is next year for a segment of the 24 hour stream, I think we're going to have to do some ping pong because I think it's easy enough to get yeah. a table. So that I think we should do that. I, I think we should do some ping, and pong. And then we, ping pong. Then we can answer that question. I think my answer was still Dylan because I think I based it off beer pong in the past when we played it. <laughs> and and I, I feel, you know, Very tennis. Games. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like there's still something. You know, I asked it before, but it was bread and butter. I wasn't able to listen, so I still oh don't my know. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, Oh, so he's going to cheat in there. That's why. That's why. So uh, there you go. But, yeah, I um, I was once great at tennis. So I think that would help. I think I could be a solid two, and I think I get Dylan in a couple rounds. But I've not played tennis in a long time. So my answer is still Dylan based mm-hmm. off the beer pong. I know you say it's different, but.
7: I respect yeah. that. No, I mean, I, I think when I answered this before, it was – the previous place I was living, we had a ping pong table at the park that was like a block away. So once again, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sharing the story again. But me and Moza are playing a lot. And so I feel like in in terms of recency, I might have an edge just because I've actually played a lot of it in the last year. Uh, but I don't think I'm particularly great at it by any means. Uh, but yeah, I, I've definitely played a good amount in my life. So I'd be, I would definitely throw money down against you guys. I feel I'd, I'd be mm. that confident. Uh, I think when I we were talking about this question before, I think I threw Briggs in there. I th- I just assume he's very good at it. I've probably played with him in the past. And I think he's good. I remember in high school, that was a thing we would do. Uh, is that the the college near the college campus nearby? There was like mm. ping pong tables. Sometimes we'd play. I remember him. He's just good at that kind of stuff. So he'd be my answer for that as well.
2: What about you, Taylor? If I was putting money down on it, uh, myself versus you guys, I wouldn't put any money down because it's just too much of a,
7: a, a no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
2: too much of a wild play there. Um, but I've, I've been known to dabble in some Pong, you know? I mean, my high school had the tables and it had the paddles, so why not? Just grab some. No and balls, just start. though, hey? Just no, no. <laughs> yeah, we just had to pretend <laughs> in our minds. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely enjoyed it. I was more of a badminton guy myself. Uh, in PE, we would set up the nets and we'd get mm-hmm. the badminton rackets and just hit those birdies all day long, and oh, I fucking loved it. I had a mean swing on that. Oh, man. But, yeah. uh yeah, bat ping pong.
7: We, gonna we be never got pumpkin. to Nintendo Switch Sports on the stream. That would have been fun to play a little badminton. I totally forgot about that.
6: Well, at least that one we can do next year because we don't want to mm-hmm. break up the fucking Wii again. I'm down I'm down to do that one. Cause <laughs> and Golf will be on there, hopefully. It, you know, yeah, it should time, be so. out
7: this month or next month
6: mm-hmm uh maddie again i want to know just like clay's reviews like us you know, clayjans reviews like he's just watching some random stuff he said "Have any gv members seen lucky number 11 very fun underrated movie with a strong cast just curious i want to are curious but i have not seen it in a very long time i think i saw it when i was young and it- yeah, it didn't, it didn't leave too much of an impression on me. I I was never the biggest Josh Harnett fan. Uh, we talked a lot about him during our Halloween party because he plays Jamie Lee Curtis in a movie, but or Jamie Lee Curtis' son, not Jamie Lee Curtis in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. I so I I'd have to watch again. I wouldn't be opposed, but not enough to comment on it. So I, I, I didn't leave a mark on me, mm-hmm. at least.
7: Yeah, I don't know anything about this one, but Bruce Willis plays a character called Mister Goodcat, and that. Sounds fun. Oh wow! Yeah, ben Kingsley in there, Morgan Freeman, Lucy mm-hmm. Liu, Stanley Tucci. quite the cast. On who directed
6: thing. that movie? Does it? Are you on IMDb? Does it say who did that?
7: Yeah, sure. I can pop this up here. Yeah. It looks like it was Paul McCugen. McCugen. Mm. i don't it's not ringing a bell.
6: What else has he been? What else has he directed uh, there?
2: Let's
7: see.
6: Victor Frankenstein.
2: The
7: Acid <laughs> no. House. Oh no. Wicker he've... Park. <laughs> hmm.
2: Not many a, things that I'm too. These are not with. some great titles.
7: Oh, man. Luke Cage? He did two episodes of Luke oh, okay. Cage? There, there, there you go. go. Yeah, there you go.
6: Something going on. Taylor, what about you? Have you seen this movie, Lucky Number 11?
2: <laughs> no, not a chance I've seen this.
6: There you go, Maddie. We'll ask her <laughs> next week and see if we have any chance. There. Should
7: I? Like, is this one... Is that what you're saying, Maddie? Should I put this on my... My backlog of movies to watch.
6: I will say that in my lifetime, I don't. I think Maddie might be the first person to bring this up, like in a car. I know yeah, the I'd movies. Yeah, I know it's suge- like it exists, but no one's ever said, "Oh, you got to watch Lucky's *Number 11. So maybe at some point I will, but not. Uh, maybe Maddie, one day you'll win on a retrospective poll or something. But I, I think that's a <laughs> I think that's a far ways off at some point. You have to
7: bribe uh, the other patrons. A hundred
6: percent. So. Uh, now I'll ask these two, because I know Taylor had just booted his up, so he might not have many movies. I'm not sure if Dylan has an account. s says, what's your lowest rated movie on Letterboxd that you've rated the highest? Mine would be Halloween Resurrection. It has an average rating of 1.7, but s gave it a 3.5, which I can't go follow s on Letterboxd. His Halloween ratings are fucking savage. Now... I will give him credit because he did this list, very creative of the horror icons, where it was like Freddy, Jason, and Michael Myers and the whole list. And the top four movies were all nightmare movies. So I respect you. I, I take it any thing away. But the Halloween list, man, it went for a while rye when I saw what was on his stuff yeah. like that. But Dylan, have you fired up a letterbox yet?
7: I do not have a letterbox to my knowledge. Maybe I made yeah. one years ago and have not have since not logged in once, which you know, would be a thing that would happen. Uh, more of a backlogged guy, the gaming yeah, equivalent. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my space, but yeah, I was trying to think about this. I don't know. Can you guys even think in like our review history a movie that's like, s- or generally seen as bad that I reviewed? Particularly, I think I think I gave Suicide Squad a seven. Like I'm thinking like maybe mm. a Saw movie would be one, but it's tricky for me too because like I even for ratings, like I haven't actually thrown a rating on anything in years. Uh, so it's, I th- it's tricky for me to say in that regard.
6: Yeah, Squad, Squad would probably be the one. And if you're on the review, even though you didn't get the give it the number, and it's not even a bad movie, it would probably be Eternals, because at least for us, I feel like we... Oh, yeah, what is I, that on Letterboxd? Like I that, feel like I we know. all have that all in our bottom tiers MCU, and you got that a bit high. which there's other people that do. But, yeah, I don't know what... El- Eternals is on that letterbox. got
7: a th- that's a three on Letterbox. Okay, uh, I would definitely give that a four or more. I there guess go. so. That's yeah, yeah. you know huge one star jump. It's not not anything wild, but uh, mm-hmm. it's up there. Tell so you scrolling through your letterbox right now. Is that what you're doing?
2: Um, you really... looking
6: through yeah, trying to see. I was waiting for him to look up. You have a new face. Like it looked like a <laughs> horror
2: movie shot. <laughs> um, I, well, I was looking through trying to see. Because I, I couldn't, I'm still trying to learn how to properly use Letterboxd, and I couldn't find like a thorough list of things that I've rated.
6: So if you go to your account, like there's like a person there on the very right, and there, when you scroll down, there's a bunch of lists and stuff, and there's one that just says films, and it shows how many films you've like rated this year and stuff. Oh, like that. Okay, rated this is perfect, in, Yeah, ever. This is
2: what I was trying to find then. Yeah. Um, there you go. Okay. Um,.
6: I'll go because you're looking around. For some reason, and Dylan will appreciate this, uh, my lowest rated movie that I have highest ranked is actually The Incredible Hulk uh that has like a 2.8 on letterbox mm. but i got a like a solid four and stuff like that so i was surprised because at first i thought it was gonna be jingle all the way which i just recently gave a five star to because i love that movie but mm. uh yeah so incredible hulk is by it's not even that bad because it's not like it, i guess it's just barely over a pass but yeah that that's my that's mine is and i was surprised by 2.8 but i guess i'm not there's a lot of people like dylan that are not not fans of that movie, you know, and I don't think people go back to watch it that much because it's not really in like it is in continuity, but not really. So, which mm-hmm, we'll talk about in yeah. a bit. But Taylor, anyone jumping? There has to be one. For, actually, you're the review for you're the reverse, though I imagine, right? Of like, actually, no. You this should be your ballpark of little movies that are rated bad and you have rated pretty high.
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like I've, I've said this before. Like when I when it comes to movies, I at this point in time. I try to really just kind of level myself, like okay, Taylor, like you watch this movie, you know, you're gonna talk about it on Letterbox. I share the links too. If we've reviewed the movie, I share a put review link on the Letterbox as well. But um, yeah, I try to really just think about okay, the story, the characters, it was humorous, like all these different things. So when I look at these movies, like sometimes, like if I really like it, like Barbarian, yeah, it's gonna be five stars. But I, looking at this, I seem to notice my ratings are pretty similar to other like majority ratings for movies in in i say a majority of the cases there's maybe like one or two where i'm definitely like out there but the most probable one that fits this kind of question would probably be deck the halls And that one, oh god, (laughs) that one has a 2.2 rating, and I gave it four stars because it just cracked me up. (laughs) I've never seen it before, and I watched it the other day. Deck
7: the halls.
2: Oh yeah, I saw a TikTok of a specific scene in there with Danny DeVito when he's doing the car sales bit, and he sells the owner uh, one of his own cars. I absolutely loved it. I thought I really do want to watch this movie. I want to see what it's what it's all about. And so again, as well, Math, Matthew Broderick being in that film, I didn't realize that. So when I started watching, I was like, "Oh, I love him. This guy's awesome." Ferris Bueller, Godzilla. He's definitely a, a '90s kind of actor. I I like to watch. So see, it's I did a... what
6: S Bubs did. And maybe I was wrong. Actually, it was the latest Space Jam. I was wrong. Space Jam yeah. has a two average, and I gave it a three and a half. So
7: has yeah, a two it's, average. It's weird with um. Letterbox and Backlog 2 has like the five the five star system because mm-hmm. yeah naturally you are just gonna have a lot less variance than the ten but even the ten system's weird right? because there is just kind of an understanding that like zero to five like don't really exist on a ten point scale hundred percent and yeah. like ninety nine percent of things are gonna be between that five and ten and even that like I'd say even six to ten is where things land so it'd be yeah if you look at like and I mean once again also because I on Backlog I will sometimes put ratings on things which might sound mm-hmm. weird because i don't do that on reviews but i you know one thing with when we do a recorded podcast review and we throw a number on it that's like solidified right Yeah, like we can say yes. oh i'm 100%. changing it but like taylor will have always given suicide squad a 10 no, <laughs> I, we always meme about this and like maybe he wouldn't now and even a letterbox i don't know if you'd give it a five because you're just naturally if you're seeing all your stuff in mm-hmm. one s- place you're often usually going to like average things out or if you're doing the case of like and bub's where you're watching all the Halloween movies and then ranking them all. Like, I'm sure you're kind of judging them against each other in a way, so that averages things out in a weird way. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to point out to these things and see any that are, like, huge, like, more than a point, point point five like, difference than what the average would be, I think.
6: Yeah. So there you go. That was, uh, I think I hit them all there, right? Where is I, I just got to check? Yeah, da, 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 da. Oh, no, that was the other one. Bubs says... Uh, uh, there's lots of movies in theaters next week. Which one are you guys most mm-hmm. interested in? I'm definitely watching Glass Onion, The Minion, The Menu, Fable, <laughs> The Minion, uh, Fable and I'm um, interested in seeing Devotion. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that when I even went to Adam. It was crazy how many are actually coming out next week. We actually, in two weeks, I'm not going to be seeing it, but Taylor and Kelowna, we're getting an early screening of uh, Puss in Boots' Last Wish. That movie's not coming out until December. We're getting it in November.
2: So Kirk will uh, be there. He's got to make sure he gets that, that yeah. box office win. And,
6: and then you got Strange World coming out from Disney, Bones and all, which yeah. I think is a Timothy Chalamet. I think Strange World, be sorry, camera, is that or?
7: streaming and theater at the same time? Is that it's just a theater? theater? No,
6: just theater, I think, oh, yeah.
7: Okay. Yeah, so okay. I I personally I think I'll
6: be seeing Glass Onion. I'm likely because I know these two are, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna see that and review it. And then Menu, I think I'm gonna get to this weekend when the girls are gone. I'm really interested in that. I'm looking forward because I like that cast. Uh, Fableman, as much as like I know it's Spielberg and everyone's saying it's his best film in decades, and yet da da As I said before, I'm a guy that I'm like I don't think Spielberg's made a great film since I don't know. God, what was my no? A War of the Worlds would probably be it. I think they're always good. So there's part of me I just don't know if I want to go to the theaters. There's part of me where I, go, oh, I could probably just sit and watch that at home. But the hype might get me. But Glass Onion and Men You're the One for Me right now.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my tickets for Glass Onion. I'm very nice. excited for that. Probably gonna watch Knives Out at home. Like the first one again this weekend. They kind of, don't, you don't really need to get refreshed, but I just haven't watched that in a bit, so I'm excited to do that. Uh, very much looking forward to that one. Very excited. And the menu is is definitely one, like, I'm going to watch at home streaming. I, I don't mm-hmm. really see myself going to the theaters for that one. Uh, but it's definitely on my radar. But, yeah, not one I'm rushing out to see. And then I don't... Really, have any thoughts on that? Uh, the Fablemans, as, as Fablemans, one? yeah, mm-hmm. Fablemans.
6: So yeah, this is why I was asking. Yeah, Bones and All is a romance Campbell movie. The clip release for that movie is pretty shocking. So it's Timothy Chalamet and some other actress I don't know, and I kept hearing that, but every time I read the plot synopsis, it doesn't hint to that at all. Like, there's nothing about camp. It's just like dark secrets and stuff like that. But I guess that's what the
7: dark secrets are. so yeah, cannibalism is the classicest <laughs> of all dark secrets.
6: Yeah. So I I will catch that one at some point. I don't think I need to go to the theaters. for for that but at some point i'll catch that probably on vod but what about you taylor
2: uh i did not realize the menu was out so yeah, quickly that's super now, exciting because yeah. yeah i remember seeing that trailer and i was super pumped to actually just dissect and engage what this film is going to be about just with the kind of the sinister notions. no the
6: dissectings and bones and all that's the dissecting oh, yes, of way.
2: course um <laughs> Glass Onion, yeah, I can't believe that's next week as well. That blows my mind. And the the Fablemans, that's the Spielberg one, right?
6: Yeah, like his doc, biopic, not biopic.
2: Yeah, that one just seems like pure magic. And you know, if I need a good humbling, pure I'll pure magic. I'll watch that's it. Something
6: Aegis oh, yeah. Wonder would or say. Let <laughs> me see something. So wait, are you gonna see it in theaters though? oh okay I'm, that's not pure magic if you're like yeah, i don't know like, no pure... because if
2: it's out this week i just need sure. to figure out my schedule because i would like to see it in i theaters. don't think it's
6: out this week for us i think it's getting like limited releases here and there and stuff okay. like that so i don't think it's out yet for us
3: let
2: me let me okay, i'll speak to my delay because see it opening night i don't know if i will mm-hmm. because i just got to figure out the scheduling wise but see it in theaters yes it it feels very grounding and i could use a humbling so
6: you don't want to be spoiled you know Uh mm-hmm yeah see what's gonna happen but uh yeah there you go so we're gonna be doing that uh from now on gv podcast just touch base with the listeners the people that support this and we thank you very much everything like that. so that was fun just some random conversation Mm -hmm. so we're gonna take our first ad break and then we're gonna be back talking about some big foggy news and secret wars and stuff we've heard before and haven't heard before etc so we'll be right back
1: professionals, from courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development online, in person, individually or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
4: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: And we're back. So yeah, let's let's talk a bit about this because I feel like we've all talked about this. And like when I've listened to you guys, cast and Kirkland, and Taylor, Dylan. like I feel like we've all talked about this in variations of separate groups. But let's talk about this now. So there's a report again that came out this week. I got to find the verbatim and everything like that, like the actual report, but the idea was that Kevin Feige, here's the, here's the headline, Kevin Feige reportedly wants Avengers Secret Wars to include almost every major character from every major Marvel film <laughs> in an effort to make it bigger than Endgame. Uh, one scooper, when they were asked, they listed off X-Men, both eras, they listed off The both Fantastic Fours, they listed off the spider man again, and just kind of other characters you can think about. I was trying to find, like, there's another quote here. but And here's, here's the kicker, too, where I was kind of surprised. It was apparently being described as they want a sequel to the portal scenes, but instead of it being our returning heroes, it would be multiverse heroes trying to come in and, you know, save the day and whatnot. And, Dylan, I want to ask you, like, one, like, because we, we've heard about, like, it's been a meme of, like, all the Secret Wars and stuff like that. But it seems like it's getting more and more, like, Jackman's back, the Spider-Man's back, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I think more from my talking point is, do you feel they should just do, like, a straight-up just portals, too? Like, just redo it, but with multiverse characters? Because for me, I hear that. I'm like, I, I, I'm hoping they just mean in concept because I just don't literally want it to be portals opening up and just... Hero like I wanna see them, but I just feel like that's very cheap if it's just Portals 2 and that's it and we're redoing it, you know?
7: Yeah, I mean it it's tricky because if you're pulling in all these non MCU characters and a couple of them, like the, the Spider Man and the Hugh Jackman might will have popped up in other stuff. In actually in the MCU at some point, so they're kinda in there. But like for the rest of them, it's like how do you do that in a way that actually is good storytelling? Yeah. And that's a really hard thing to do. Uh because that's that's the thing with, with portals is like that is fan service in a way, but it also doesn't feel like it actually, it feels like exactly what should be happening in that moment. Like that is the story of it and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it all makes sense. It's kind of written, written well as well as just being like this fun thing to gawk at, I guess. So yeah, it's, it's tricky, but at the same time, like where we are in the MCU, I'm kind of like, we've done so many things where they they keep it contained, and whatnot and like i don't know if that is if secret wars is going to be the end of the multiverse saga then maybe that's a good way to do it is just blow the doors open all the stuff that people have been asking for these characters from these different things here's your one last ride to quote mm. ghostwriter uh for them like you're just gonna you're gonna get these moment this this one moment where all these characters can come in anyone that would like realistically would happen um but yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure even I think for Endgame, like, Portals, like, they were able to get a lot of people on set to film some of these things. I think when you do this, you're really opening up to a point where it's probably going to be a lot of... We talked about in the Multiverse of Madness review, John Krasinski, how it's like, man, this guy was clearly not acting with anyone. He was just alone in a a room with a green background. And if that was the case for everyone here, I think that would be disappointing or it wouldn't actually live up to that hype. So, I don't know. I have a lot of faith in Marvel, but, like, everything we hear about this is, like... Man, are they? Is the scale of this too much to actually deliver on? I don't know. Is the
6: budget too much, too? Like, I I don't even know how this works. If, like, Let's say they get everybody, right? And they get Toby and Andrew. They get Downey back. They get Evans back. They get ScarJo back. They get Jackman back. They get, like, Fastbenner. They get McAvoy. They get Ryan Reynolds. They get the Fantastic Four people. Mm-hmm. They get Ben Affleck's Daredevil, which has been said that they have been talking to him of, like, trying to get that out. Like, if this all happens, I don't know how that works on a per-minute appearance basis because i imagine like ben affleck's daredevil he's gonna have a cameo do something cool and that'd be kind of it right mm-hmm. the other thing i'm curious with these heroes like w- would they i wonder i guess they probably would i was gonna say would they kill them off but i guess they show that with multiverse of madness they easily would they don't care if they have multiverse there's another on. one out there yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and if this is the end it's like well we can kill off Ben Affleck's Daredevil because like you're never gonna see him again right because it's the end of the multiverse saga and then Charlie Cox is Supreme and stuff like that yeah five hundred million dollar budget so as Buzz and that that's what I'm more curious about just the logistics and like what Dylan said like my biggest fear is what I don't want is I don't want them to do a scene where we finally get Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire together but they're not actually interacting at all like mm-hmm. I think that was the best thing about No Way Home was you could tell they're in the same room you could tell they're vibing off each other's energy like there was something natural about that where if it's just you can try your best but if it's just Jackman on a screen and McGuire on a screen they're talking to each other it's like I don't want that and the portals like I said I just hope it's something where it's not literally portals I hope it's some other device I imagine what they're going to do is because that's been the other thing coming out that Kang is going to still be the villain of Secret Wars as well which we kind of I think we all kind of figured yeah, and what would, would the
7: would the theory the running theory be then because I haven't actually read a Secret Wars comic run before mm-hmm. that like Kang's bringing in all these iconic villains as well and that's a big part of it too no, I, well. So, you'd have like a green goblin scene where you could get four random heroes and they're going to have a scene together where they're fighting green oh, goblins. You bring in like all these iconic villains from over the years and they can like just do it, little scenes like that, like weird little combinations of, of a few actors at a time fighting one villain and then like the main team fights Kang at the very end of it.
6: Yeah, it, the Secret Wars that I've read the most, which is more the classic one, was more about the closing of like a multiverse and stuff. So, well, there, there was two. There was one. I guess that's a new one where we we're closing of a multiverse, and the other one was just like on Battle World where the heroes are just gonna fight it out to see what's the best multiverse, and that was like yeah. a mixture of heroes and villains. So to me, I think the only way they're gonna get. I think what they're going to do is there's going to be some character that's like the messenger. Let's say they go to check Charlie Cox's Daredevil, and they're like, we're going to give you this device. You're going to go to each multiverse and explain what's going on. And I think what they're going to try and pitch is that Kang has, like, like, the, like, 2003 Daredevil, when we watched that, and 10 years later, Kang showed up and ruined that universe. Like, I think they're going to mm-hmm. show, like, okay. each universe will be somehow infected by Kang, so then it's just a like quick, like hey, we need your help, and you don't got to see them talk to everybody. that That's what I think. But I think you'll have villains. I legitimately think Thanos will be in the lineup of heroes to help fight King. I really do mm-hmm. because, like, look at What If? We got that one episode when he was like, oh, everyone laughs at my pitch. I thought it was a good idea, like when he was on the Ravagers, right? So right. I could see them doing something, something to that aesthetic as far as – Heroes, villains, etc. Like I don't know. It's, like, does that mean you get William Defoe's Goblin back on? Like, does he come back because the Spider Man helped him out? And he's like, "Yeah, I am gonna help you take out Kang one last time." And I don't know. It's, it's. I am excited for it, but man, it's gonna be. It's gonna I'm be sure something. this movie
7: will be three hours long. Yeah, it just, just like has to be. But I wonder too, you know, because since we're doing the part one, part two sort of thing with this, mm-hmm. like if they set up so much of it in Kang Dynasty that part two can just be the mm-hmm. the portals equivalent, whatever it is, where you don't have to have this long, drawn-out, like, plot, and it really is just, like, a bunch of battles on yeah. a grand scale, then at least they'd, maybe you'd have more time for that kind of thing rather than it. I mean, the portal scene like that, how long is that fight scene? It's, it's pretty long when you oh yeah I think, I, all of, from I, yeah. the start to the end of it, right? It's, it's a pretty lengthy sequence. But then at the same time, it's like... Is that a is that a good movie if the whole it's thing It's just a cutscene movie battles?
6: at yeah. that point. It's just like yeah, and that's there's part of me where it's like, Yeah, I don't know how to make a good movie, but at the same part there's like, man, I, it would be fun just to see that mess of stuff We going had down. the
7: Infinity saga. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. Yeah.
6: And and like for me I'm also just wondering too, because that's been something like there's a there's a scooper that I don't know why. They're like deleting their account at the end of January. So they're just like throwing a bunch of stuff out there and they have a track record and lots of stuff's been coming out. Like, like, okay, Doom's going to be around, but he's not going to be main villain and things like that. And the idea is that, okay, you're going to do lots of Doom, Fantastic Four, and X-Men thing in Phase 7. And, like, I, I agree that I think the, the X-Men stuff coming in Phase 7, that will get people still excited to want to see more. But I, I think if you do, like, this End Game or this multiverse, like, all these big characters, like I said, if you get a poster with Robert Downey, Tobey Maguire, Hugh Jackman... Like, I don't think you can ever get that level again. Like, that is, like, the... I think with Endgame, it's like, well, you can always get that level because that was just your own heroes, right? So yeah. I could see them doing, oh, the the phase the Multiverse Saga heroes, like, on our Earth. Okay, they're fighting Kang. But now when you get to, like jackman and reynolds it's like i think it's just at a level where it's just you can never do that again i almost wonder if that's when foggy walks away like if he if he moves on to something else as far as like a promotion Mm -hmm. because like once you do that it's like building the x-men's cool but can you ever i don't know you can't get to that again you can't relive like what are you gonna do because if it's a close in the multiverse saga i don't know but today what do you think about this also i know you want nick cage and stuff like that but what do you what do you think about like this endeavor apparently of Feige contacting every—I just love that, every major Marvel actor in every major Marvel film.
2: Uh, let's fucking do it! Like I don't care. It could be a exact same scene as Endgame with the portals opening up. You have Nick Cage saying on your left. No, okay. I'm not going to the give portal Nick, on his bike. I'm not going to give
6: Nick Cage the honor of saying on your left. If anybody's going to be Downey, <laughs> I promise you it'll be Downey, not Nick Cage. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd buy three tickets and see this three times in theaters at least. Like, it'd just be incredible. Um, no, I think this is great. I, I think, how do you one-up something so incredibly potent and powerful as that OG portal scene? You get everything that this same com- community has grown up on. The OG X-Men, you know, the Ghost Riders, the Daredevil, all of these other characters, the Fantastic Four. All of these characters that we're all so used to, including the Spider-Men. And you bring them all back for one last ride. And yeah, if we're killing these characters off, like, so be it. They're, they don't have to come back at all again. Just the fact that Kevin Feige is this powerful of a man that in the snap of his fingers, he can make okay. all of these MC, non-MCU movies part of the MCU. Like, the man's just going to be making bank. It's so easy. The guy's just fucking loaded. And he's going to become even more loaded. Um. This is just. This is great. They need to do it. I hope they do it. This is just. I don't know where I can go with this. This is what I I expect this from this movie now. So I
6: expect it. You don't (laughs) expect that. And I was gonna ask you something. I asked Dylan. Like, what do you like? Obviously, yeah. Okay, you got the X Men and Doom and stuff like that. But like. How do you, what do you? How do you even approach this after? Like when you do this, like that. This is like the biggest like blowing of the load ever. Like we're gonna. Yeah, you
2: don't. I think the MCU just dies after that. I think you well, don't yeah, do yeah. another saga. I think it's just you know, I think uh, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm, like it's one thing. We're so just you... not going to
6: do the X Men. They're going to end with Secret Wars and never do the X Men.
2: Never do yeah. the X Men. No, I think with the X Men, there's still there's a lot of juice left in in the tank, but I think it's just. After Endgame, it's like, wow, where do we go from here? Everyone, even the GA, is like, ah, how are they going to do another one? This is crazy. But then slowly but surely, we're getting these little bits of uh, new... Setups with characters and the mm. Disney Plus shows and the movies, a little and bit of new ones. How many bit, fucking yeah.
6: setups do we have right now? A few. Sung-Chi, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, Hawkeye. Yelaine. Like I feel like it's been a big. It's it, it is very much Phase One. Like we've got some returning stuff, but there's been so many new characters
2: where it's like, yeah, that's me. true. And it, it's it's definitely impressive that they've managed to establish this attraction to this new like narrative that they're creating with all these different storylines because like I said, end game was just such a climactic, like, Oh, like, Oh my God. Like, I can't believe that it was crazy. Where do you go from here? But now we're already well under, into under, well underway. Well, yeah, well underway. Well underway into this, good. Yeah. yeah. This new uh, saga. And it's so hard. And I have to remind myself like, yeah, we're not in the infinity saga anymore. We're in the multiverse saga. And here we are coming up to two more Avengers films. And after that, we'll be into the next saga. I guess so. And at that time, when we get X-Men and all that, like, I'm sure they'll find another way to equate a portal scene that'll just blow everyone's minds out of the water. You get how? X-Men and Fantastic Four somehow. I don't know how, but, but that's them, the thing.
6: I, I just don't think you can recreate. Like, I I feel like this should be a, like you said, that if it is ending of the MCU, like, that's when you do it. If, if you plan on going longer, and I think they will, it's just like, I don't know how you
3: get
2: to i think again foggy's got his little notebook he's written it out for the next 20 years the secrets this is the kind of secrets that they kill people over and uh yeah my
7: god it's you know one one thing that's (laughs) kind of interesting about this is that like while the mcu is going on now that disney owns all of it i guess outside of the sony stuff Mm -hmm. is that like there isn't going to be other iconic characters that are developed outside of outside of the mcu right so like we're not going to have a Deadpool equivalent character mm. where it's like, Oh yeah, this is like kind of tied to these X-Men movies, but it's just like, here's just a new iconic character who Ryan Renzel in this performance is iconic as a Hugh Jackman or as, I don't know, like a-, a Toby in a way. Like it maybe doesn't quite have the prestige there quite yet, but you know what I mean? It will. Uh, it like, will that kind day, of thing yeah. is just not going to happen in these yeah, years. It's kind of over now. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not going to just develop more of those things. So it is, Tricky, where like after Secret Wars, even though that's years away, and then let's say we na- wait another seven, eight, nine, ten years, and they battle Galactus now, and they're bringing everyone mm-hmm. back, like, the only characters will be people we've developed in the MCU, and then I guess if they want to bring Sonyverse characters over, but like, there won't be as many big surprise characters, like, yeah, I guess yeah. Secret Wars, is in, a, in a way, is almost like the last shot now, of course, if they don't get every single person, which they won't, They could always bring them back later. But, yeah, you know, if they're already getting Hugh Jackman, like I I was listening to your Travis told you episode, and you were talking about the the Mount Rushmore, which I really Mm -hmm. liked. And it's like, man, it's really hard to come up with that fourth person. But it sounds like it seems like they've already got the biggest people, like the two Spidermans, Hugh Jackman, like uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds was a big one. I think. I, I assume they'll grab some of those X-Men people who are still, like, around and interested in doing some of that stuff. Apparently,
6: maybe. yeah. Like, legitimately, Scrooper's is that they're talking to everybody. Like, yeah. everybody. Like, even Kelsey Grammer's Beast is apparently someone that's being talked about. Because, like, right. he Kelsey Grammer said some line where he's like, oh, I hope I get invited back or I'm never going to Disneyland. And some Scooper just said, oh, he's going to Disneyland. Don't worry. So, like, <laughs> I think they're going to be getting... I think they're just getting as many people, and I think the same way they did that scene in Endgame where they went to the different timelines. I think they're going to do something like that. Like it sounds like they're doing that already for Deadpool, but I could see them just popping in the X Men timeline mm-hmm. and being like, "Hey," and like saves Patrick Stewart's alive again and. You could literally do like the the two X Men together now, though. You can have like the young and the old and all this stuff. And I will laugh because I think there's a chance. I I will laugh when you don't see like Tom Hardy's Venom, and I think there's a really good like.
1: Mm. I don't.
6: That has to be the biggest slap in the face if they do this huge Secret Wars event and all this stuff, and you don't see Jared Leto's Morbius, you don't see the Madame Web cares, you don't see Tom Hardy's Venom. like that to me shows like, okay, they're bringing back. Films like fucking Ghost Rider, no offense to Like, they're bringing all these films back and they won't even bring in the Sony characters. You know, that's like mm-hmm. low of the low. Like, so I, I'm going to ask Taylor because I know Taylor never listens to Trash Told You. Uh, so I said on there, I said the Mount Rushmore, my opinion of comic book like actors to heroes was Downey as Iron Man, Jackman as Wolverine, and then Toby as Spider Man. I don't know who the fourth one on that is.
2: Toby is Spider-Man. Jackman is Wolverine. Sorry, and who is the first and Downey one? Downey is Iron Man. It's like Downey people that are Iron important
6: and associate with that role. Like I thought maybe Reynolds. I thought you could do Evans, like, but there's still not like a like a clear cut to me like the fourth spot. You know, you're going to just say Nick Cage Ghost Rider, but that that just should not. <laughs> no,
2: I mean it could be something, uh, I think something a little bit more potent than that. I'm surprised it wouldn't be like Chris Evans is Captain America. Maddie, that's what Maddie's is. He's and that's why I said, like
6: I guess I, I guess that one just comes that's down to per I, I guess just to me, like not to sound bad on uh Chris Evans, but just like I feel like those three like changed the franchise and the genre in such a big way. Where Chris Evans, I think he was big for MCU, but I don't think he changed the game. You know, like Iron Man had to work as a Downey. Jackman carried X Men franchise. Toby was the kickoff of Spider Man, and I guess other people would say like I said this yesterday, like Blade, but like I get it because he was like one of the first Marvel big screen heroes, but I don't think he like mm-hmm. changed the games. So I don't, and that's why I would honestly think it probably would be Reynolds in my spot because he did the rated R Marvel thing. He made those almost billion dollar films. Like I feel like he is the fourth on that slot.
2: did, is, did Wesley Snipes get an invitation? To
6: as Secret
2: Wars, yeah.
6: I think he's it's had some
7: weird, like, legal stuff, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know the full story, but it's tough. not pissed
2: at him for how he acted in Blade through, uh, Trinity.
6: Well, maybe, well, he he's a it's a tough thing because he's had like arguably a bad pass with Holly Berry, and then he also got arrested for tax evasion. I think, I think there's a, ch- I think there's a chance the most noble I, of crimes. <laughs> <season. Yeah>. <laughs>
7: now when you say Halle Berry, you're not talking about Storm, you're talking about uh, the actress herself, right? Yeah,
6: with the actress, yeah, yeah, yeah and stuff like that. So uh, I think he's like a maybe, but I think it'd be, I think all I would do is maybe just have, have him have like him and Ali like do something together fun. And that's what mm-hmm. I was going to ask you guys too, like what's the pairing you would want to see the most of like X character and why, like x and y like i've, I've said my a million times for me it's toby and jackman I just because as a kid that's what i wanted for yeah. life was just seeing those two interact because there's just something i love always love the spider-man wolverine connection because they just dislike each other so much because they just great on each other but i think that to me is just it's almost just more for iconicness and i just also wanted to see toby's spider-man have to react to Hugh Jackman's Wolverine like there's something funny about putting Tom McGuire and like Hugh Jackman in a room together it's like the same way why I was mad that uh, Michael Keaton's cut from Aquaman 2 because I always want mm-hmm. to say what is a Michael Keaton and Jason Momoa scene like like how does that play like it feels so weird so that that's always my two is that that's the combo for me
7: yeah and I, I I maybe like Charlie Cox would be a, a fun like I but that's already going to happen we've already seen it you know with him Charlie
6: Cox with toby instead of Tom Holland switch, <laughs> yeah, up, I don't switch even know Spider-Man with,
7: I mean I do want to see more of that I, mm-hmm. I mean I I yeah well I guess specifically that Spider-Man combo we did not see but I would like to uh see that I'd have to I'd have to think about that there's so many possibilities I I really want them to have fun with the people who have had multiple Marvel roles like I I do really want that Chris Evans moment where he's like somehow Captain America uh, and Human Torch and I, I like acting with each other I don't know about that that would maybe be funny weird I don't know if I actually want that Do you have that or do you down. have a
6: character like a Bucky or Sam who knows Steve interact with that character cuz they would Ooh. they would
7: have that semblance that's of a like, good idea that's a really good idea like
6: aren't you you know like because I, I still think that's the and I even and he's just in, like
7: shit talking um like his
6: classic <laughs> yeah, like,
7: yeah. human torch way yeah
6: yeah. and I still wonder in Secret Wars if that's the pitch I still think he'll be back as Cap but I wonder if that's how they get around to do stuff, it eventually but, right <laughs> yeah oh I think so so both the daredevils that would be fun but it's just like yeah I definitely want that it's <laughs> again just thinking of Charlie Cox and Ben Affleck to me I, I don't know I don't care we also, we got Jack back and Maguire, so maybe it's easy to say now. To me, seeing Ben Affleck in an MCU movie is going to be one of the fuckest weird things ever if it happens. Like, I just think that's such a weird oil and water sort of Because, like, you think about that 2003 Daredevil. That does not scream like him in the MCU at all. I'd love to got Colin Farrow's bullseye back. You know, that would be fantastic and stuff, but... Uh, what about you? Uh, let's see. I, I need to see Ben's Daredevil and Happy Hogan. Oh, that'd be fun because the Favreau Ooh. connection and then because, like, he was Happy Hogan and Daredevil. That'd be fun. Favreau, Favreau with a lot of these characters has, like, some history and stuff. So, right. Taylor, I imagine, again, as the answer all these, it has to be Ghost Rider. So is it Ghost Rider and somebody or is it two different ones that I wouldn't think of?
2: I don't know who I would want to see Ghost Rider, like, pair up with because... I just, I just want to see him on his own. So, I, I mean, I can't mm. picture him with anyone else. But that being said, if I had to see two characters kind of align, I would really like to see, I don't know which Spider Man, but a Spider Man and Deadpool together and just see that. All interaction. three, I'd say. Mm-hmm. All three would be really, really funny. Yeah. I just, I know like my younger cousin, he was super big into the Deadpool Spider Man comics and just seeing their interactions with each other. And so I kind of picked up on that a little bit and just, it was always very humorous and just seeing how he engages with Spider-Man and just like, I don't know. Sometimes it's almost like a, a like a sexualized manner and, at oh, times. Yeah. It, and it's really weird. Yeah. I just, I think that'd be really funny represented on screen. Uh, they don't have to go full, like sexual or anything like that for the kids, but you know, just something like something that the Some adults can flirting. laugh about. Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> and you can make them hit on Andrew and, uh, Toby, because they're a bit older and stuff like yeah. that. Like, even at the Oscars, Andrew and Ryan Reynolds made out and stuff like that. There's Whoa. a clip of that. You can go watch it out.
7: So, you, go you know, that
6: all right. Yeah. Is there,
7: is there an iconic villain that, like, we really want to see come back? I'm trying to think of, like, some of those old movies. If even it's if they all... weren't the best movies, if there was, like, a great villain in there. Obviously, we already got a lot of the Spider ones, but.
6: Yeah, for me, it'd probably be, like, always Defoe with somebody. But I think yeah. the other one that I want to see somebody. I would love to see like an Ian McKellen Magneto with like a Thanos or a Killmonger. Like, I think Ian McKellen
7: McKellen and Fastbender just have. I was going to say that. Yeah,
6: yeah. Ian McKellen and Fastbender would be great because they didn't get to have a share scene together in Days of Future Past. So I think just a Magneto with one of those characters, like one of the villains, Mm -hmm. is is a win and stuff like that. And Defoe, too. But for some reason, I don't think. I don't think Defoe would be back. I feel like I, I feel like this is not one he would be partaking in. I feel like the Spider-Men are, and that's apparently, too, that soon the New Deal is going to get announced, and apparently Andrew and Toby are, like, they're pretty much, it sounds like, Locke for Secret Wars. It sounds like that's happening. Nice. The thing that sounds like it keeps going back and forth is apparently now it's just back to Scooper uh you know hearsay but apparently sony and andrew are again having problems with this spider-man 3 conversation so (laughs) yeah apparently they just (laughs) because i I just i said this after spider-man and everyone just said oh man they can bring andrew back and he'll be the villain of the spider-man or the venom sony verse and stuff i like I just never got a sense of what Andrew Garfield is an actor now that that's something he would want to do. Looking at those movies, you know, like why would he do this great thing with No Way Home and MCU and in every interview he's like, "Oh, I love Feige and I love working with him and Pascal together, like it was great." Why would he want to go do the Morbius? Ben, yeah. the grass stuff? is not greener. No, over in the universe. and that's where I think that's gonna. Be, I I think we might not see it happen. I think we'll see him again in crossovers but it sounds like this this uh, solo project's having an issue and. They shouldn't. They should just get off. They should just figure it out. Just say, "Hey, who's a writer and director you'd like pair with this? Let's let's work together. Let's figure it. like the same mm-hmm. way what happened with The Rock and Black Adam." That's what they gotta do for Garfield. Just let Garfield shepherd this thing, do his own thing, but, you know, maybe they want him to fight fucking Tom Hardy and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. S-Bubs, it'd be cool if we got a lot of alternate posters since there's so many characters yeah. for this movie. Yeah, and I think that's the benefit it could have versus knowing home end Endgame is they could advertise a lot of this. Like, right. I would love to see a poster of just the 2000 hero. Like, imagine that. Jackman, Affleck, Maguire, like Evans as Torch. Like, just because people used to do that. Like, look at this universe. Like, Eric Bon as Hulk. Like, oh, this was our MCB for the MCU. Like I'd love it if there was just a two thousands poster or a nineties
7: poster with these heroes and stuff like that,
6: or a villains poster. Man, that'd I be hope good we
7: stuff. get an Ultimate Alliance coming out alongside oh this movie my God. too. You have to. All those to. characters. Oh, give it to me.
6: Marvel Ultimate Alliance Secret Wars. That's all you gotta call. It. Boom! It Truly. sells itself right there. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll report on that because that still has four years and this is going to be one of those movies like Endgame where we're going to have rumors galore for the next few years. But it's, I I am excited for that day. So let's uh, let's mm-hmm. take a, a break and then we're going to talk about some more MCU stuff because I, I can't wait to talk about this fucking weird ass story. So we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you.
3: What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
6: what was that? That I suppose was saying there. You get. Oh, I didn't put that down. Sorry. Do you think Kevin would allow the cameos to be known though? I think there'd be a mixture. I think it'd be the ones. I th- I think you'd have some people that they'd advertise, and then some you wouldn't like the quick ones. I think they'd hold secret. But if it's like, hey, Spider-Man, like Tobey and Andrew have a big
7: role, let's put them on the posters
6: and stuff like that.
7: Yeah, I mean, for the people who have, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman will have appeared the two Spider, but the people who have already appeared in the MCU, yes. I think you'd, at that point, like. You're not going to get that surprise gotcha nope. moment. I mean, not that Hugh Jackman is that anyway, since they've announced it before the movie is even coming out. But I think for those characters, for sure, you, you show it off. But then, I, I like, you know, I'd even down if they threw John Krasinski in there, get him back oh, a yeah! Mr. Fantastic 100%. for, for a, a short stint. I'd be down for that as well. But, yeah, I think... They will they they probably have a lot of room to hide a bunch but still show off a bunch on your poster, the biggest ones.
6: Yeah. No, I forgot about Krisinsky. That's a perfect time to bring him back. Or there's mm-hmm. been times where Reed Richards is evil. That's always been my pitch is bring him back as the evil Reed Richards.
7: Well, because we'd have the new Reed Richards. Yeah. He could fight. Miles Teller, he could fight Krasinski and then the the guy that I can never remember his name, Ewan like Grufford. Ewan Grufford yeah. Yeah. And
6: yeah, exactly. That that I was gonna say that'd be fantastic. But just that bunch be an... of
7: stretchy arms oh. punching each other. <laughs> the three D's
6: so like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like and that'd be a great time too, if like if you were to get that Krasinski, that's when you could actually do Emily Blunt as Sue Storm because she has to come in there for five minutes and that's it. Like it's just a fun like wink mm-hmm. and nod and that's yes, it. Good so point. There's, there's, a, that's one thing. It's like I don't want that multiverse saga to end though, because there's always so much stuff you can do. But all good things must come to an end, except for uh, Thunderbolt Ross. So Thunderbolt Ross, we, uh, this has like been a developing story for the past month, right? There was a rumor, okay, hey, Harrison Ford might be in the MCU as Ross. Okay, that's going around That it's got confirmed. Okay, he's in there and it's confirmed he's in Thunderbolts and Captain America 4. So now, currently, we have a plot synopsis going around for Captain America 4. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen this full thing, but what is, so apparently Thunderbolt Ross has become the president of the United States in the MCU. That's going to be part of the plitch, which I cannot wait to see. Like that
7: happened during Snap Era or like it happens in the movie you think that's unknown i, th- okay. I think i,
2: feel I don't like think I'd it's like... during snap era because he was at the funeral for tony right and he didn't he have like president. security or anything with him he has I feel the, the avengers way. around he has him, <laughs>
7: <laughs> although i mean uh, yeah nebula's right there she could in a moment kill anyone. So. <laughs> yeah. Bucky too. He might just snap and like homecoming contract and whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. takes
6: I would like, especially cause it's a new actor playing him. I'd like them to show it in the movie of him being elected, but the word is that he's going to be, you know, uh, He's gonna become president. Uh, there will there will be either him turning in or the beginning of him turning into. Sounds like he's gonna be Red Hulk, so that's gonna happen. Which I just laugh because we're gonna just get a Hulk. I I'm not gonna get over a Hulk looking Harrison Ford. I think it's a funny fit yeah. to me. Like we're gonna get that. And two, just think of like in the world of the MCU, they're gonna get a president that turns into a Hulk. Like that's some wild stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But then apparently, part of this plot is that. Uh, and it makes sense because if you saw Wakanda forever you would understand some of this with the character of Val and there's even been some plots with this in Thunderbolts that apparently there is some metal that joins Captain America 4 and Thunderbolts that the government is trying to get their hands on it is not vibranium so the rumor is that captain america 4 and thunderbolts are going to set up adamantium also like the weapon x program like Ooh. that's going to be thunderbolt ross's like big initiative init- uh, initiative is to create that because if people look back technically in the super soldier program like that was the same program like the beginnings that started wolverine and stuff like that so they're kind of reversing it where i think well actually we don't know when wolverine was around they might retcon it and say like, remember in Falcon Winter Soldier, when we got, like, oh, there was another Captain America? They might say that, like, oh, there was someone even before Steve, and his name was fucking James Howell so, Logan Logan.
7: Because, I mean, I'm thinking about that, that thing in She-Hulk, too, when yeah. it's, like, man with claws, founding club. So, yeah, yeah. would that, the metal... Like is that something that's happening in this Captain America movie, or would it have been like, oh, this or, this thing has been going on for years? I'm trying to think if that She Hulk thing could actually uh, that, check out. Or that's that the unknown be, it's part.
6: It's just that they are trying to get their hands on this metal, and, and mm-hmm. people are being coy. But then other people have said it is adamantium and stuff like that. So I I don't know if that's just something I. I still feel like they're going to somehow do like we even got that with name, and Wakanda forever. I feel like they're still going to somehow do Logan, like the guy who doesn't age. So I feel like a adamantium has to be around, but maybe if they don't, maybe it is just like Logan's just created in 2025 as Wolverine. Like, I don't know, but what, what do you feel about all this stuff? Like Dylan, as far as like, you gotta be the president, red Hulk sounds like it's coming and it sounds like this is going to set up weapon x and stuff like that now cat four sounds really busy because you got red mm. hulk you got the leader in there there's rumors moon knight is in it as well there's rumors shield is, so it's just like yeah i did not hear well, the moon Knight rumors That's so crazy. the people the, the, the problem with the scoopers, they don't know if it is cat fours and moon knight or moon knights and cat four it's just apparently they're conjoining those characters because of their um military history it sounds like they're gonna have sam and whatever personality i guess um yeah. Oh God, Mark Spector. Mark Spector. Oh, yeah, he was a yeah. CIA one. So I feel like I think they're going to be saying they were
7: not they're buddies, putting, but yeah, they knew each coming. other at some point in a war or something. Has there been more rumblings of like Moon Knight season two happening? Because I have not heard about that either.
6: No, but it's just known that he's for sure coming back.
7: Okay. Yeah, they just don't
6: know what aspect. Yeah.
7: Oh God, I want to see that too. Now I want to see. I want to see another. Op- op- another personality of his where he's just apocalypse that, you know, bring that forward for <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that secret wars, moon Knight versus apocalypse. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's exactly, I was thinking exactly what you said, where this is starting to sound like there's <laughs> a lot going on, which recently happened for Wakanda forever and didn't really work for me in, in some ways. So yeah, I, I, I guess I'm getting worried, but at the same time, these things all sound pretty exciting for me. Like that, mm-hmm. that setup of, of weapon X like that's not something that I really know much about. I know there was, like, what movie was it that it was like a post-credit scene, right? Of like Hugh oh, Jackman X-Men and Apocalypse. The... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to remember all these things now, but it, it that that part of the storyline when it comes to Wolverine is not something I'm, I'm familiar with. I, maybe it comes up in the Wolverine movie, the origins, but mm-hmm. it's been so long since I've seen that I don't even know. Uh, but you're right that like. Man, Harrison Ford as the Hulk. <laughs> I'm like trying to picture the CGI of that, maybe some CGI artist has done some cool rendition of that and what that would look like. But even just because he, you know, he's getting older now, he's, he's showing on his face and stuff like that. I'd be curious what they go for. But I mean, when it comes to those big character, like Hulk, obviously She Hulk we talked about in that show. CGI can be iffy at times, but Hulk mm-hmm. himself. Has always looked great, and I even think like Abomination, the CGI was really great there. So I, I feel like it, it could look pretty good. It's just, uh, it's gonna take a bit of getting used to because is such an iconic person in his look that it'll be hard to remove him from, uh, from the character there. Whereas, like, even someone like Mark Ruffalo, very iconic now, but at the time I wasn't a huge, I didn't really know who he was that much, so it didn't mm-hmm. shock me too much.
6: Uh, there's an artist rendition here, there you yeah, go, you go what Harrison Ford's Red Hulk might look like. Something about the hair is the weirdest part to me of this image. Oh, hang on, I got a, I got a, I got a bitter image here. I got to bring up a new screen there. And I, and so we were talking about then the GA chat of like, oh, I wonder if he's going to wear the mocap suit. There is no fucking way, I, I, unless they gave Harrison Ford and a gargantuan amount of money, there is no way to me that Harrison Ford's going to be on set rock in that skin type bulb mm. suit. You're gonna have Sean Gunn there or so, like it's it's not, there's no way Harrison Ford is doing that. I'm sorry. There's just like and it's such an interesting uh, one, I am just interested that they they had to have Ross the president. They didn't go with anybody else cause, like so apparently they were set on this for ro- a long time and that's been some of the other scoopers are saying that apparently like Ford has like signed into like Secret War. So he signed for like 4 years. Like if you were to me, hey, you think Harrison Ford is going to sign like a 4 year deal with Marvel I mean, like I think he'd be a one and done. The fact that he might be around for 4 mm-hmm. years is like it's just so weird to me. Like he's doing indie, but hey, the guy didn't stop. He's seventy nine. He's like, I'm done for. I'm done with Han Solo. I'm done with indie. Fuck. Let me be Red Hulk. I guess.
7: Right. Well, I mean, if they're setting it up too that he's the president and the yeah. movie doesn't com- immediately like undo that because he's mm-hmm. a Red Hulk, I'm like, oh, well, this guy's not gonna be president. We're gonna vote him out. Whatever that process is called then, like, yeah, it seems like he would be a relevant character that would stick around. Now, in general, the MCU, I feel like I could not tell you who the president is at, like, any time, because that's actually not really a big part of any of the movies it's it's like i think there is a president shown a couple of i'm in ones, three maybe, but... the president got kidnapped once there you go yeah but that
6: was that was eight years ago now so they would have been out of yeah. office by now you know so obviously
7: so. this is a lot different than than that yeah. they're, they're going for something different <laughs> yeah. here.
6: and i would like that like i feel like primarily a lot of heroes that are based in america and we got so much of civil war this and that that are like have politics heavy motives I would like it even Falcon Soldier if we had a consistent president. I do like that idea of, okay, the president of the United States is this character and following not just like, oh, it's this person. Oh, it's this person. You know, like to me it should be someone of note, especially if they're making stuff like the Sokovia Accords and things like that. It's like I feel like the president would be involved in this and we always just get like that's who Ross was in Civil War, right? He was just like the secretary where he came in and like, Oh, this is what's happening and stuff, but uh Taylor, I know, you know, you're a big Star Wars guy. Maybe you're not the biggest solo guy, but like what do you take from you got, you know, Weapon X maybe being introduced, you got Harrison Ford is for sure gonna be around for a bit. He's gonna be the president and he's gonna be Red Hulk. Do you think that's why they voted him? Like there's posters of him as Red Hulk and people like, Yeah, I want that as my president, you know?
2: (laughs) Him just in that's the promotional campaign material. He's just in Red Hulk, yeah.
6: They're doing like the Sam thing and he's like Hulk, but he has like he's in red and
2: he has all the hat and everything. That's an interesting campaign. But hey, in this age of superheroes, it would probably work in the MCU, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think... Um, I know you pulled up the photos <laughs> there. And he's for plane repairs. Yeah, yeah, Um, I know you pulled the photo up. And it'll be interesting to see if that's what he looks like in the movie. I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to really pull apart the, the actor from the character. Because when mm-hmm. I see him, I... I honestly think I see Indiana Jones first, and then I see Han Solo after. Something's Um, wrong with you. But uh, yeah, it'll be tricky. Um, Even when I see other films that he's been in, like Ender's Game, Cowboys Aliens, like I just I see him. Not Blade Runner.
6: You pull Ender's Game and (laughs) Cowboys Aliens.
2: Not Air Force One. (laughs) Um, So it'll be it'll be interesting nonetheless. But I, I'm glad that they got him in there, and he's going to be playing Red Hulk, and I'm glad we're going to get Red Hulk. I think I, I'm, a, I'm a part of me is a big sucker for these spin-off side characters, and mm-hmm. I don't even want to call them that, because I don't want to denote them as such. But just when you think of, like, Hulk, and then you think, oh, there's a red one, too. That's super cool. I think that's the Bionicle <laughs> fan of me, because like, just oh, say that's a we bionicle. got the green Bionicles, the red ones, the blue ones. Let's go. I'm down for all these Bionicles and all these hero colors. So that's another thing, too. When I see uh, like end Endgame, and I see, actually, better example, when I see Iron Man 3, here's Iron Man's main suit, and we got all mm. these other suits too, it just looks so cool, I love the, the variant spin-offs of that, and that's why Multiverse of Madness, is probably so popular for me, because we have the different, variants of characters and i'm a sucker mm. for that it's like changing skins in a video game for your characters different costumes and stuff so i'm totally for it and lots i forgot of, the other half of that question i'm
6: gonna i'm gonna ask you that again in a second uh, Lots of iron man 3 fun talk because they're just i have Fucking said fun fact before I even continued what I was gonna say there, but <laughs> <laughs> I said lots of Iron three fun talk, but I meant to read fun fact. Fun but fun fact from us both: Jenna Ortega is an Iron three for a few seconds as the president's daughter. That Did is not a very fun fact.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep now, my own for that.
7: I I just googled that, and she looks like she's five years old, which is, <laughs> makes sense, but it's hilarious. But I gotta say, Travis, oh. you stole her in the draft from me. Yeah. If she comes back and she's the president's daughter, still, you do not get points. That is not a new character. That's true,
6: but that's not going to happen. There's no way she's going to come back as the president's daughter. Like, I feel they'll recast her or something. Why she'll not? Be in They're D.C. making the
7: president a big deal. But yeah, no, a different
6: president's person. daughter
1: yeah. comes
2: yeah. in. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I totally... Thunderbolt yeah. Ross adopted Jen I <laughs> My did not make that connection. This is Orange Hulk, my daughter. And then she's like... Yeah, he's
7: he's recast. They're recasting Thunderbolt Ross, not the president. <laughs> right, I need to remember that. yeah. <laughs> the second part was that
6: this is going to have a link to Thunderbolts that the government is kind of it sounds like they're going to be introducing Adamantium because they can't get their hands on Vibranium so that's the idea that we, like I said what Dylan asked, we don't know if Adamantium's been a thing in this world forever if it's just discovered now, but what do you think about them kind of using this as a backdoor kind of introduction to Weapon X Adamantium, another sort of big powerful substance in the MCU
2: I definitely am not opposed to back doors. I think if they're going to go with this, then <laughs> don't laugh.
6: Inrelevant. I know what you're thinking about. <laughs> this is an uh, after nine, so I won't continue, but please. So, yes, um, back
5: doors. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is. <laughs>
2: I think that it's a good a good route to <laughs> incorporate it. The Aegis oh. Wonder
6: strikes again.
2: <laughs> um yes, I think Adamantium needs to come into the MCU at some point. And <laughs> <My> <laughs> think, well, wait, wait, yeah. I think
6: you got that I confirmable Wolverine. so that you got that going. Yeah.
2: Uh I think as far as we know, again, Wakanda forever spoilers. Um uh, knowing that the governments Ooh, wow. of the world
6: just bold <laughs> four H removed. Oh, just so you know, Wakanda spoilers. They go, yeah. So skip ahead thirty seconds if you don't want
2: to hear anything. Yeah, like, skip it. On. Skip ahead. I mean, this isn't really much of a spoiler, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. The governments are trying to get vibranium and they haven't yet. They can't. So, like you said, they need to find an alternative solution. And what better method than adamantium? So, using Wakanda forever is kind of that narrative that was established as kind of a segue into the adamantium. Storyline. I think it totally works. And uh, again, not trying to keep on the spoiler path, but having certain things placed where we can see more of this backstory forming with the American government, it makes sense to kind of have someone like Ross, again, if he is president, even more fitting to have this corrupt. Leader, kind of just like, "Hey, we need metal." I'm assuming he's corrupt because he's like, "Yeah, you know, we need to get more powerful and make more metals that are indestructible and all that jazz." And I'm the fucking Red Hulk, you know, so all Oops. that kind of stuff.
6: Don't expect that line in the movie. <laughs> well, there, you go. That, there you, you go. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you end it. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Uh so yeah there you go. well Cat 4 is on the way. Lots of mm-hmm. apparently Cat 4 sounds like going to be a big movie. I don't know yeah. how much it sounds like it's going to be a Captain America movie with a, if you got
7: Moon Knight, She-Hulk. He had a TV um... show. Let's <laughs> yeah. you know, let's make this another multiverse saga film right here. I
6: think I do at least like the idea that I feel like the theme's going to be once again they're going to try and make this program and he's going to prove that hey, a regular human being can still be a hero watch him get killed like 20 minutes in his own movie by red hulk and it's just like a memorial for uh, Captain we made an Earth.
7: adamantium shield we are better
6: <laughs> yeah, than you do. yeah they might do that right this is vibranium so uh yeah we'll be right uh let's take our yeah another ad break and then we'll be right back with some other topics about harry potter and pirates so we'll be right back And we're back. So I- I'm really curious to get your guys' opinion on this. So you got David's ass off he Bought Warner Brothers all the stuff's going on over there and he's been he's been talking a lot this week of like and I'm going to talk about this on Trash told you like there's not going to be four Batmans I don't know what the fuck that means there's all this stuff that he's talking about like DC he literally said it's going to be drilled hard which is like Ooh. speaking of yeah but like so he's been I don't know why I don't know what's been going on but he's making a lot of quotes and stuff and there's been lots of rumors and reports now one of these reports that came out this week is that he's heavily interested because he said a few weeks ago that you know there hasn't been a Superman film in 13 years which is not true there hasn't been a Harry Potter film in ten years, which is kind of true, but like really you got Fantastic Beasts. So either way, one Man th- of Steel. What what is this? 20, it's not even that Man of Steel was nine years ago, so that's why
7: everyone was memeing on him. Like, okay, I, well, I was like, <laughs> well, maybe he's talking about BVS, but not. Yeah, yeah this See, guy's drunk.
6: Yeah. S Bubs knows the memes and stuff like that. So that and that's why when he said today, like, oh, there's not going to be four Batman, so be like, is there going to be three Batmans? Because we got Affleck and Keaton passing but. um I digress, so kind of give you the order of events. sounds like Fantastic Beasts is dead. That's not happening anymore, which I, I think that to me makes sense. The rumor is that he does want to continue the Potter movies, and they do want to do Cursed Child. They want to adapt that. Apparently the idea is to get J.K. Rowling to make that into a feature film and do that, but apparently the other addendum is that Daniel Radcliffe is not on board as of yet and really has no interest, and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a combo of, one, he said many times that he doesn't want to do it, and I feel like it's also just, I watched Weird Al this week, and I feel like he's just doing a good job of trying to separate himself and get himself on a different path at actor, and I feel like he's actually there. I feel like I don't see just Mm -hmm harry potter anymore and i think like you do that you go right back and he doesn't need to and two like if you look at his comments and jk's comments about the trans community they're like detrimentally opposed to one another so i don't know how he says all this stuff about jk that he doesn't support her he's completely with the fans and he speaks out against her and then they kind of go on the press tour for this movie so there's a lot going but tiff i want to ask you let's say they do this let's say chris child comes out 2028 it's happening even if it's just one with Daniel Radcliffe, do you think they could pull off this movie with anybody or all of them recast, like the main three actors? Or do you think it would be dead in the water if, like, let's say, hey, we're going to do Curse a Child. It's going to be new actors playing these characters like the stage play, but, you know, you're going to love it. It's going to be great. Like, do you feel they they have to have these actors or they shouldn't even trick? Because it sounds like Zazoff, no matter what, like, he wants to do – he said this multiple times, like, he wants to do Potter films, which – it's to me like lord of the rings and like you know well, obviously star wars is different now but it's just like there's an there's an end point to harry potter you know and i guess that's the point maybe he's trying to get jk around to make it not an end point but it's like there's still there still is like you ended with um what was it Deathly halls and they did do curse a child but then after that was the end of harry's story so what would you do in this situation what do you think could happen in this situation
2: um, I haven't read *Cursed Child* through because obviously they released the novel of it, but it was just this, know, like the screenplay, but just the, the, the um, the, the stage, stage adaptation. Right, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. So I didn't read that, but I was curious on the storyline, so I read like condensed synopsis wild. versions. It is wild, it is and a it's wild something story. that story. It's something I would definitely really like to see adapted into a film. I think that there's a lot of juice there. And JK um, didn't
7: even fully write that either, which was really what, surprising. In a in a sentence, what is the plot of it? Because I actually have no, I don't
6: nothing uh, about
2: it. Time maybe. travel.
6: Time travel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I think there's two aspects of it. It's one like just to give a quick synopsis where like Harry's son goes to the school and everything like that. But so it takes
7: co- place like in the whatever, that t- future time of yeah, yeah, yeah. The 10, 15 years in the future.
6: And it's completely like a pose where you think like, oh, he's going to be friends with Ron and Hermione's kids. Like, no, they don't like each other at all. And he ends up being like friends with Malfoy's son. Like, minor spoiler, but like Harry's son goes into Slytherin. But then what happens is the stories inter intertwine and minor spoiler, but whatever, somehow Lord Voldemort might be back and it has to oh, do Oh, with- yeah,
7: <laughs> Yeah.
6: It has to do with time travel. This time he
7: so. has a nose. It's so different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: And it has to do with time travel. So yeah, that that's what it is. That's the pitch of like villains using time travel to rewrite history to get. The lord who cannot be speaking and like again it's about i think the story kind of starts as harry's kid but then quickly harry potter becomes the main character again
2: i didn't i didn't even take it as harry became the main character because i thought it was more so harry still resonated so much guilt about cedric's death so his son thought he could go back in time and change that i thought
6: see i don't know the specifics of that i just know that harry has a lot of like screen time in that story i think he has a lot of screen time in that story
2: yeah, it gets juicy, and I'm totally for a film uh, adaptation based on it. I think it would be fantastic. But for me, I would want Radcliffe to return. Uh, I'm At the end of the day, I would still see it, even if they recast it with different actors. But mm-hmm. the main kicker for me is getting Daniel Radcliffe back. I... I didn't like the first Fantastic Beast. The second one was definitely an improvement because we got to go to Hogwarts. That's the only real reason. And the third one, I actually genuinely liked. I thought like this one actually feels more like a like a Harry Potter universe film. Secrets of Dumbledore was actually pretty good. So, um, that being said, the fact that that's been kind of shelved, I don't hold anything uh deer is uh, in that decision because yeah. i feel like secrets of dumbledore gave it a decent enough conclusion to and we can call that a trilogy leave it as is oh, that's God. totally fine we don't need two more that's movies the ending, yeah. that's the ending so to get the cursed child and go back into harry potter as a character that's that's a seller for me that and i really want that so it depends how much they want to throw at uh Radcliffe to kind of bring him back. And I, like that's you said, that's honestly
6: like, the talk of the town is it's see if there's going to be a breaking point. But I, I'm in the camp that I actually don't think there will be a breaking point. I think he's going to I say don't think he'll do it. no. I I, don't I think could it
2: see do him it. holding his guns and yeah, sticking to that. No. I mean, he dedicated so to much to of his time. Yeah, he's, he's, to to <laughs> he's dedicated so much of his time and life to being the different, uh, like, to break away from that Harry Potter role now. And I respect that. I think that's totally a justified reason to just kind of be your own thing. And I remember like the first thing I saw him outside of Harry Potter was the woman in black and that was a bold movie and, uh, I loved it so much. So
5: bold movie. Mm-hmm.
6: So Dilmas, you know, Chris child comes out, you know, you get that preview and like, Oh, excited to watch this for the cast and they say, Harry Potter, and it's, like, played by, I don't know, Macaulay Culkin. Like, it's not Daniel Radcliffe. Like, do you... And not so much even you, but, like, do you, like... What do you think the ramifications are if they can't nail down him or some of these other actors? Like, is it still worth doing if you can't get them? It's the same way. like Let's say Mark Hamill told you, no, Dylan, I'm not going to do Star Wars. Like, is it worth still doing or getting a new Luke Skywalker? Because that's kind of the situation where none of these actors have passed away, like obviously Hager and Snape. Mm-hmm. But these three are still around. So what do you do in the situation where you got this guy who's like, yeah, let's make more Harry Potter films. But some of that camp is like, yeah, I don't think I want to do any of that stuff, you know?
7: Yeah, it's... It's tricky because I, I like, outside of Radcliffe, like I, from what I've seen of the whole uh, downfall of J.K. Rowling saga, is that n- like no, no one really associates with her anymore. Anyone, any of the actors and things from except those... for
6: Ray Fiennes, he's a big like, oh, don't, don't be mad at her. Yeah, well, he's coming
7: back, so there you that's go. That's why. He's, that's why he it'll needs be that picture. Just him her. And her. Just them. <laughs> and they play everyone. So what if Voldemort's the main character
6: of, of Cursed yeah you know?
7: um, yeah, so I think that's just a, that's just a like, you're just putting a bounty on it. Like, it's going down. Like, that movie is, is dead in the water if you don't yeah. get those people. Now, I think a huge uh, caveat to that is that, once again, if you can have Harry Potter in the title, that is a big deal. Whereas I think Fantastic Beast just had awful titles, Crimes oh, of yeah. Grindelwald, the whatever the, the fuck, Secrets all the of ones. Dumbledore. These are awful, like these are awful, <laughs> awful titles. So I think that is a huge help in terms of the marketing because even like I remember last, I think it was last year when they did like that Harry Potter reunion thing mm-hmm. and I heard a lot of people just talking about it randomly uh, because a lot of people love Harry Potter but I feel like those same people just like aren't even really aware of what is going on with Fantastic Beasts because it feels so separate in that way so it
6: just feels so by it doesn't yeah. even feel associated at all it feels like Sony Marvel with MCU
7: mm-hmm. that's what it feels like but they're under the same company that's the weird thing it's, you know it's weird um, but I, I think truthfully the, the biggest thing that just makes me not even care about this even if some of those actors if the actors came back that would that would bring me in I would I would have to see like a yeah. curiosity kind of thing. But I, like, J.K. Rowling, as a writer, is just not yeah. great. Like, I mean, we talked about this with Fantastic Beasts that she wrote those. And she is not good at writing movies. I even think books, like, you know, this maybe is a bad, a controversial thing to say, although I don't think it would be anymore. But, like, I, I, even when I read those books recently, I didn't even really like them that much. Like, I mm. obviously, there's a lot of great stuff, ideas there but for me it's the actors performances it's the directors that brought those worlds to life it's the composers like those, those are the reasons why I love Harry Potter yes she wrote the whatever the the whole thing uh, but they are the the people that brought it to life and is uh, is why I love it so much even all these years later and after all these things that have happened so the fact that she's writing is immediate to me like oh this is not gonna be good even Mm -hmm. if you do get some of those people back so I, I have very little faith in this, and as for the Fantastic Beasts movies going away, I, I don't care. I've how many is there now? There's three. There's three. And yeah, I haven't seen five, the most recent but... one, so, I, and I don't plan to at any point. Yeah, don't, don't care about those anymore. So I'm fine if they go away.
6: Well, and that, that's what's so interesting so far with the Zasloff guy, where this is a decision that like to me he'll look at some my like, background and be like i don't think this is gonna make money so i'm gonna cut it and i'll hate it but then some like fantastic beast but to me that's different because like at least there's a proven track record of it not performing the greatest but i, I honestly think that is a smart move to cut your loss there because i just don't think it's captured the magic i don't think it's a big loss and if you want to finish off the story you can write some more books and yeah not even the personal stuff because like the personal stuff with jk is tough but at the same point like i saw those movies i reviewed them with taylor and stuff like that like and i'm gonna buy legacy which yeah she didn't write but they're getting a lot of the profit so it's that sort of tough thing where it's the art and the artist we talked about that before and i think that's where like okay, i gotta separate that i gotta be like what radcliffe says where this world has introduced and brought to a lot of many people and a lot of people even that community feel like that's a movie and book that spoke to them and that's why i think it hurts even more it's like that was about being different and outcast and you have the creator who like constantly talks down and Mm -hmm. takes like shots but like tries not to take shots in books but you know it's just like backhanded so i'm with dylan like just putting all that stuff aside fantastic piece i think her writing them never worked and I think that there is money in Cursed Child no matter what, but I think if you even lose one of those actors, I think you, like, half the box office right away. Like, if Cursed Child is a billion-dollar movie, it's $500 million. I don't know if I agree with that, That it's a straight-to-VOD mega flop. Like, I think it would make—here's the thing. I think it would make more than uh, the Fantastic Beasts movies because you got that title mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think if there's a case, though, where, let's say, Radcliffe doesn't want to do it, then you recast— everybody everybody's recast and you like go like really like even though like they try to make Radcliffe look older in those movies like you get a 50 year old six year old actress harry so it's like oh this is they can even like cheat mm-hmm. and say oh this is why it's not radcliffe because it's someone a lot older than him and stuff like that but i think that if you lose one you don't you can't do any of them and i agree that's bubs that the only way i've been pitching is the only way they'll Except it is when they reboot, whether whether it's a TV show or another series, then it's fine. So I, it's going to be interesting because the same way at one point, like Zasloff said something about Lord of the Rings. And I think – I don't even know if he realized that they don't have that franchise anymore because he said like, oh, we haven't made a Lord of the Rings in this long. But it's like same thing. It's like you just – we'll see what Embracer Group does. But at the moment, it's like you just can't make a Lord of the Rings 4. Like you just – You can't, and at Mm -hmm. least with Cursed of Harry Potter, it's like, okay, there is a Cursed Child, but even then, it's like, we want to make films. Okay, the most you might get out of those two, like... These
2: are not franchises. saying, you can make a Lord of the Rings 4. You can do it. <laughs> the Return of Saruman, Taylor's great.
7: I
6: did, was that still loaded up there?
2: Oh, it's in there. Oh, God.
7: Go check out our Lord of the <laughs> Rings they, We need cast. it on hand. You never know when it's going to come up.
6: Zazlov's going to make. As long <laughs> as Zasloff's around, you need that picture <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the shoot ready to go. So it's, it's just weird, and I just feel like this feels very much like if... Lucas had kept all the rights to Star Wars and they were working with him. And not saying that Lucas is equivalent to JK, no, but I just mean, like, in this vein of, okay, he's coming off the prequels that the people don't really like, but he has to make more movies. At least with that, I feel like the cast always at least enjoyed slash liked George a lot, so that wouldn't... Like, you wouldn't have ever heard Mark Hamill being like, fuck George Lucas, I'm not coming back. Like, it's not that situation. It's just weird where, like I said, it's your situation where she does just start writing books to make movies now like is there some sort of deal that way if i like, can hey, make a sequel to chris a child make books about harry's kids and stuff like that like i could see that if you make a book about the kids and then you just don't even have the adults in them you know because then it's like you oh they're mm-hmm. away so yeah i don't know it, it's it's interesting that they want to do this i don't think it's gonna get off the realm but man i am looking forward to they announced chris a child and then two months later they announced who's playing harry potter It's not radcliffe and just the internet uproar and it, I guess for any actor, it could be a big gig, so that could be good for them. But at the same point, it's like, I feel like you might just get the all nare and right console treatment where it's just not going to go your way. And I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or even we haven't seen about Liam Hemsworth as The Witcher. Like, I, I'm not a big Liam Hemsworth fan, but I feel bad because, yeah. That, that like I feel like that's just it's an impossible task it is but also just like the recasting has become like a meme you know like you're, you're a meme for being trying to play Henry Cavill you know like no no one's given him a no one's given Liam they say they are but no one's giving him a real shot when that show starts because it's always going to be well it's not Henry and that's the same way with Radcliffe. so mm-hmm. and that's the same way probably with this other topic that's a smaller one but uh, margot robbie she's doing the press for babylon that's coming out in a few weeks which i can't wait for because the review uh, babylon is damien chazelle's next movie dylan uh, la la land whiplash Ooh, first okay. man count me in yeah. count me in it's her brad pitt Toby Maguire's in oh it. Oh my
7: god, well, <laughs> I, I'm watching this. sounds so good. Uh,
6: three hour plus movies. So. Oh god, I don't like that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought I should just say that before you get too excited, but you know, it'll be the But I'm excited because the, the the reviews came out yesterday's first screening and they're very mixed as far as some people like absolutely love them and some people are saying like this feels like a fucking fever dream of a movie for like a bad reason, but I'm excited. But either way, so she's doing a lot of press for this and stuff and she had revealed that that Pirates film that was announced a few years ago. That that's dead in the water. She said that they were working on a female like lead film, but not like female exclusive, but like a female lead one. And then she put it as it's not something they wanted to do, which to me felt like a little shot in there at Disney to be like, oh, whatever they didn't want. So Taylor, when we're just talking about like Harry Potter, because I feel like we talked about this on the Twenty Four Hour Stream, something came up, and we always talk about like it's the elephant in the room. But like you got Pirates of Caribbean, it's so like tied to Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp and things like that. Like there's another franchise where it's like what do you like disney clearly wants to do something because they announced this thing with Robbie that's longer happening i think they announced like a show but that was been very yeah,
2: another thing yeah
6: so it's like it's like the zazzle thing where they want this to go but it feels like these things don't happen and depth still very questionable so one are you disappointed this isn't going to happen and two do you think it's is there some other route they could do this, or do you think it's just that, not to be like a pun? But is it den in the water, and they should just leave it for a few, like a decade or so, and come back
2: to it later when you know they could do a fresh coat of paint or something? Uh... The Margot Robbie thing, was that not in the same universe as the Depth stuff?
6: I don't think it was ever confirmed. I don't think it was confirmed oh, where it was far. if it was a continuation. Oh, far away. Yeah, 100%. That's the easy way of like, they never cross path because the she cells are different on this side. <laughs> the sides cells are different. That's the ages wonder telling that story. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, and I was here back in the day.
2: Um, I am always down for more Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. At the mm. end of the day, I love this world. I think it's fantastic, and I really would have liked to have seen something with Margot Robbie in that world. I think Margot Robbie plan after what she could deliver as Harley Quinn, just mm. putting her in the role of like this drunken pirateess character would have been super cool. What drunken like, what drunken pirateess? Is
6: pirates a word?
2: Pirates. I don't know it is right now. I guess, okay. but uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Never uh, heard
6: pirate-ess. Is that you trying uh, to make the word pirate into a female? Is that what you're? That's heard? the one. yes. I think there's still just pirates, but I'll look it up.
2: Yeah, I think it is just pirate. Uh, but I think pirates. It, pirate. There you go. Pirates. Yeah. Uh, I think awful. that that's she could have delivered a super super cool character in a fantastic story depending what the story was I guess I shouldn't say fantastic story but uh, yeah I think uh, it's a missed opportunity to just kind of explore and build off of that and yes Johnny Depp when you think of Pirates of the Caribbean he is that piece of the puzzle that huge component attached to it but for reasons that everyone I imagine is aware of it was definitely a a tribulative uh, past year for him and his (laughs) marriage Um,
7: (laughs) What a way to In put his it. marriage. Yeah, <laughs> specifically that.
2: Uh, I watched, or sorry, I shouldn't say watch, I listened to many hours of those court cases. Uh, just
6: Why? Like, wow. Why? You I was injustices? curious. I was
2: just trying to hear the stories. It's like trash just reality listened. TV. <laughs> right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I just thought it was, it was interesting to just kind of like listen to everything going on. <laughs> I want to be informed. I want to know if That's I ever something. you need to be informed about. Someone's going to ask me on the stream, like, Taylor, you know about the, the death. Case like, yes, I can speak to this case. So, uh, we would just the, say
6: no
7: and move on, and
6: the listener would hopefully understand. No, it
2: has nothing to do with me,
7: it <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> to life at all. Uh, um,
2: but yeah, I listened to it, and I, I don't know where I'm going with that, oh, anyways. God. Yeah, Mark <laughs> Roddy and the, my question was, what should Disney do with these
6: fucking pirate
2: franchise? Teams? Oh, <laughs> are you talking get about that. Johnny? Get Johnny <laughs>
6: yeah, get Johnny's not coming uh, back. I don't care what people say. Well, I, I saw it's... an article
2: that uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. what was his uh, uh, what was his name? Jerry Bruck, Bruckheimer. Yes, uh, I thought I saw an article talking about like, oh, you know, like we're just waiting to see how things kind of pan out. I'm paraphrasing here. Don't quote me on this article. Is this um, a headline uh, or an article? This like, is an article. The uh, they're like, oh, we're just kind of waiting for things to, you know, see. That I'm was sure. months
6: and months ago. When that that was during the trial, and I think that was just a nice way of saying like, hey, I don't think we're doing. I, I don't think he was saying no, but I don't think you know. Giant but he's scot free
2: course. though now, yeah. so I mean, we'll just have to see what's no, going to happen. Okay,
6: okay, fuck it. Scot free. <laughs> Scott. Does no one want to replay? I thought you watched hours of this thing. Yeah, I'm not know. trying to get I into it, but know. the trial, if it's about who's innocent guilty, both of them won a claim. Both of them won the claim. You know what that means? That both of them were guilty of something. Yeah, but he's Scott- not. Won well, every claim.
2: No, I didn't mean he won everything. He's totally and innocent. It's the appeal. Like they're, they're
6: going back to court. It's not both, over. They're both.
2: They're both little. A little sus. But I meant. I didn't know he was going back to court. I thought <laughs> the appealing to, was just yeah. a, a, bait, uh, a bait. A article bait article tag. I didn't read that one. <laughs> but uh...
5: <laughs> <laughs> do
6: you know how court cases work at all? People don't just appeal things to bait them. Like there's.
2: I'm behind on my Law and Order shows. There, my episodes. I gotta get yeah, back maybe into. Daredevil
7: that. Will educate you. Okay, uh, yeah, well, you gotta watch Daredevil. And you'll learn. <laughs> The yeah, the case just like this either way
6: <laughs> what are they doing no margo no let's say depth right now do they try again with a new actor a new iteration or do they just leave it alone for now
2: i think you just leave it alone which is the hardest thing for me to acknowledge because like <laughs> i feel like okay we got at world's end and that concluded things relatively uh well for the trilogy and then we got in stranger tides which again kind of concluded things generally And then we got... Dead Men Tell No Tales, which left things very well. It concluded, but yeah, that end credit scene was they the didn't most. Conclude
6: it concluded was a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger. Well, of the, Jones. no, the
2: the ending without the cliffhanger uh, mm. bonus act post credit scene was definitely like conclusive. But then that post credit scene made it so climatically cliffhanger-y because yeah, they were just having sex what all night, f- and then we get Davy Jones <laughs> strolling in there. <laughs> well, you know, I've it's seen true. this, and I don't know. What's yeah, going on. there's a boy
6: oh, yeah. of us. Yeah, there's a great podcast. Of us three and Briggs reviewing it, yeah, Yeah. it's white from his mind. He doesn't even remember
7: it. It is truthfully, and so is this news. or like, you said we talked about this on the stream. I'm sure this talked about on (laughs) newscast. Zero percent of my mind could have told you that this was a thing that was announced at some point. So like the news that it's not happening, uh, yeah, just net zero. Nothing has changed in my mind.
6: I was gonna say, don't you remember the quote of uh, "rigorous hours of sex"? Do you remember that?
7: I wish. That remember the right. Zoidberg? You know, like. <laughs> oh, I wish. Man. I'll find the
6: clip. Anyway. So yeah. So then yeah. So obviously, then no connection to the Mark Roy thing. But same thing, you know. Big. I don't want to call him Big Bob. Bob Check Big Bad Bob. Whatever it is, they what come the- to you and they're like, "What? What should we do with this thing? Should we like?" Again, try with someone else. Do we do the Disney Plus series? Mm. Do we just kind of kill it for a while and wait and bring it back, or do we just like because it is a franchise? It's multiple films made billions of dollars, so it's like if you're trying to look at IP, that's something that's just sitting there. But should it sit there and stay there? I guess I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah,
7: I, I think you can do it. It was 2017, is my guess. When was that movie the last? That one came sounds out? about right, to be honest. Yeah. So we're correct. looking at. Looking at five years by the time you know they announce some stuff, things happen, films, dot that, Probably another two or three years. Like that, that's good. That's a that's a fair amount of time. I think you do like a soft reboot. You don't need to close out what happens in those, but I think you you get a new main cast at the very least. Uh, some some fresh up and comers. Your Jenna Ortegas of the world, that kind of thing. Get them in there, um, and yeah, I think you just you just go ahead with it. Um, and who? Yeah, it doesn't sound like this Margot Robbie thing would ever pick up again. Uh, but I think I think that's what you do, and I think you could have pretty successful. I think you definitely do a movie, maybe a TV show down the line, sure. This is Disney Plus something, series, short, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but for now, yeah, d- d- uh, do a movie. Yeah, sure. Why not? Just anybody?
6: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, think, I think depending on the budget, I'm on the Disney Plus series for now, and you start with that, and you move forward. But I, I still think that... I, the reason I think you do the show is because you could do the movie, but I, I do think we're still too close where people are attached. And I'm not even talking about the Depp fans. I'm just talking about, like, let's see. I, I just feel like people in the GA that just like Giant Depp and haven't even followed the trial and stuff like that, I just don't know if they're ready for a Pirates of the Caribbean without him. They should have years ago been working on an exit strategy to try to like, hand it over to other characters even that fifth one they had like younger characters but didn't feel like a handover just like well these are the people that are going to join jack on his next adventure it's like they should have worked on some sort of exit strategy and stuff like that but i just thought they're like oh we're just going to keep making they
2: gave everyone like a kid except sparrow a kid turner kid
6: i mean that's what they do they but that's where i feel you get close in that it's not a recast, but you get close into that Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter thing where you cast some young guy and like, oh, this is Jack Sparrow Jr. And it's his son or it's his daughter. And that's, I think, dangerous. And I I feel like you the TV show is something you do. You do the, the gimmick of it's on a different ocean far away. But then you you wait on a movie. You wait a little bit longer and see. Because now it's tough because you have people that you know think that you know Depp's Scott free and he can just be in all these movies, which maybe Disney wants to. Do that. I don't know. But I feel like they don't. And I would like to see more because I just like the world overall. It's a fun world. I'd like to go adventuring. There's not enough pirate movies. I know it's a weird thing to say, but like I like the genres and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think there's things you could do and legends you could do. And I actually think a film without Jack Sparrow would be a breath of fresh air because I think near the end, Johnny wasn't phoning it in, but he was just in pilot or, no cruise control, not pilot control. I don't know what that is, but maybe that's what they have up there. But if we're in cruise control with Jack, so I think it'd be great. Margot always felt like a weird fit for me of, like, the way her career is going. Like, other than Harley, lately she's been doing a lot of, and I guess we got Barbie coming out next year. But even Barbie, that's attached to, like, an Academy Award winning director. Mm -hmm. Like, all her stuff now has been very Oscar-baity or very... Drama heavy, so the fact that I was like, "Oh, she's gonna be in a pirates movie," I never bought that was gonna happen. There's rumors of Karen Gillan at one point, so maybe that will kick back Pretty up. Cool. But yeah, I, I I'd like them to take a movie, but then if they do a movie, I just hope they have realistic expectations and they're not thinking this has to be a billion dollar franchise or we kill it right away because the last ones were it's like, well, no, that had a lot of sequels, it had Johnny Depp and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But anything else on this topic?
2: Maybe they just CGI Johnny Depp completely. Just give a different wow. actor. I think they'd have to pay but. him. Would you have to? Yeah. CGI his face?
6: Yes. That's his
2: that likeness. impersonation.
6: Yeah. Unless you're like Bruce Wills who signed away. Bruce Wills has signed like his rights so people can like do the deep fake actor thing and stuff like Fuck.
2: that. Fuck. Well we make one of our movies. We should just deep fake Bruce Wills. Technically. Into
6: a- technically <laughs> if you have the money you can do it you can pay for Bruce Willis to star in your movie but it won't be Bruce Willis so you can do that now and That's I think other actors awesome. will sign That's on awesome. so if Johnny Depp signed that then yeah they could take they just take it so they kill him off in the first two minutes <laughs> like, <laughs> they make him admit to being guilty I mean, for Sean all the Sean Gunn does all the acting behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> Sean Gunn's playing Red Hulk he's playing
7: Jack Sparrow <laughs> man he's gonna be playing harry potter too and he's gonna to be in a thousand dc projects yeah, in the years. Yeah. yeah oh man well
6: there you go that was our you know like i said i uh, promoting this this is our new version of geekers podcast but much like the old version and stuff like that mm-hmm. it was fun to just talk and banter and uh, got some news heavy there but uh yeah so i hope for people that are saying hey we want a bit more just us uh, chill i think uh i think this was a fun one so yeah definitely Oh, you had finger guns. Like I thought you were saying something, but I was like, nope. "Don't promote anything now. We're at the end. You nope. know, no, no one's no listening." Promo. But our, you know, so uh, yeah, we'll be back later on this week with Landor, Dylan Kirkland, another newscast. Check out the God of War review. I'm doing the same thing. We're promoting Chucky. Ooh. Check out Chucky. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so and check out Santa Claus. I don't think we'll be reviewing a potato. That drops tomorrow too. The Santa Claus show.
2: That drops tomorrow?
6: Yeah, me and the kids uh, binged all the, the trilogy this week to get ready for tomorrow. Well, that's so. why you
2: did the Twitter post, too. I thought you just, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, damn. Oh, we're going to okay. talk about
6: an After 9. The plot of that movie is fucked oh, up. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought about something. Didn't even know. But, yeah, After 9. Promise you, none of that stuff will be boring. Thank you very much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye